Cult Collectibles is the number one site for historical items from the People's Temple, Heaven's Gate, Om Shinrikyo, and many other cults that you never even knew existed. Hundreds of hours of work have gone into curating our collection of unique and one-of-a-kind items from the dark history of these groups. We also have a large selection of true crime memorabilia from such notorious cases as Edmund Kemper, Jeffrey Dahmer, Charles Manson, and many more. We add new items to the site every week and post sales and auctions on our Instagram at Cult Collectibles. So visit us on the web at cultcollectibles.org today. What's going on? I'm Lucky Saruti, director of Kindness of Strangers, Freak, and Uncle Slezo's Toxic and Terrifying TV Hour. And you're listening to Sick on Cinema, baby. to sick on cinema i'm one half of your my badge numbers eat my ass podcasters john <laughs> i'm the other half matt and uh yeah we're here to do this podcast it's low energy time guys <laughs> low energy night on the podcast yeah. here in the house it's hot it's so hot they have it on 72 <laughs> degrees I'm we're cooking the live <laughs> we want to die our jobs make us want to kill ourselves <laughs> that's for true too my god <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. Life sucks and then you die. That is for the big true. Then you die. You know, we never really have a way to like start the podcast. No, we just do it. We just do. Like we yeah. have the hello everybody, blah 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 blah, yeah, yeah. blah blah blah. But after that it's just it's a crapshoot. I don't really know what I'm doing after that. Nope. We have no format except for no. we answer these questions and we get in the movies and that's it. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Huh? It is funny. It's and half like, the time we don't even get around to doing that because we just talk fucking endlessly well it's like i try to think of it's like how do i transition into the listener questions i'm like i really don't know <laughs> you're just like let's get in these questions yeah <laughs> there's no time for small talk we gotta get the listener questions basically yeah, yeah. oh my god <laughs> so uh, i'm gonna do a uh shout out to our old episodes how are you doing john oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> that's how i'm doing yeah i feel you <clears throat> Duns. We probably should shout. Yeah, I, I, if you're wondering why I sound so bad, I got choked on a unwrapped Starburst on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the little Starburst minis. That I, yeah, I grabbed a handful and got choked on one. <laughs> John nearly died by his own obesity. Yeah, dude. I was taking a turn too. I was like coming off a off an off ramp, and I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even believe <laughs> the shit that we find ourselves in. Oh, man. I, you nearly killed yourself on a fucking Starburst. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Multiple of them. 
Holy fuck. Yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> my throat ain't recovered yet. It's still kind of sore. Well, it just happened. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm sorry, John. That's hilarious. <laughs> it was kind of like our friend that did that one time with the Slim Jim. I was like... I paid for one. They're in the kitchen right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> I definitely will be eating them after the podcast. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, John doesn't kick the bucket afterwards. <laughs> I know he probably wants to, but... Oh, we'll yeah. be staying on that bucket. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, I was like today years old when I figured out that's what that analogy comes from. Wait, what? Well, you're, you're standing on the bucket. Oh, they kick it. Oh, you got yeah. the noose around your neck and you kick the bucket. Really? <laughs> kick the oh. bucket. I mean, I could be wrong. I assume that's what it's for him. I assume that's it. I just thought it was funnier that it was just someone like on their last breath just like <laughs> kicking in the bucket across the room. That's probably better, actually. <laughs> just yeah. a bucket full of water. <laughs> so we probably should do a shout out real quick before we okay. get into listener questions. We were guests on the Morbid Horror Podcast. Yes. We talked to the bright, 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 bright side. Bright side. I always want to call it the Brighter Side Trilogy. I don't the, know why. It's the Brighter Side. But it's the Bright Side Trilogy yeah. from Ron DeCaro, Gateway Meat, Eating Razors, and White Lie. Yes. As well as a little talk of emancipation as well. Yeah. Very little because uh, a homeboy here didn't watch it. <laughs> Well, uh, to, to be fair, I'm um, the worst. Huh? I'm the worst. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I like I wouldn't have watched it either if we didn't if I didn't watch it on a whim, right? Because I was just like, I don't, I don't know. I've got time to kill. Let me just watch it. Should have watched it though. It's on the Bright Side trilogy yeah. disc. Yeah, you know I mean, it's like why would you not cover it? I mean, well, I mean, I guess it's a, it's not necessarily part of the trilogy. No, but, but it yeah. still kind of is. Yeah. Um, it's on the fucking DVD, for God's sake. Yeah. But yeah, hosted by Brandon Terry, like we always shout out. It's a great yes. podcast. He's an amazing host. Yeah. Beyond professional. Like, that dude knows what he's <laughs> oh doing God. way more than what we do. Like, a, a, little, a little behind the curtain a little bit. He was, like, like taking notes and stuff yeah. and, like, barking off questions that were answered and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, this guy actually knows what he's doing. We just sit here and come up with questions off the top we're of our like, heads. I almost choked to death. <laughs> <laughs> I almost choked to death on fucking Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, that's up. Go listen to that. It was very fun. We hope to be back on soon. Yes. It was good shit. It um, was. And also, whenever Brandon Terry's short film comes out, Room 19, yeah. you're going to want to check that out. Yes. Because it's fucking excellent. <laughs> yeah, it's very fucked up. Yep. We loved it. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, hosted by Severed Cinema also, by the way. Yeah. Severed Cinema. Severed Cinema. Comes full circle. Yep, it sure does. <laughs> we love Severed Cinema. <laughs> we do. And uh, also, like, before um, it gets announced... I will say I did use uh, his website as um, as a source for something. Really? That, yeah, coming up. Ooh. Maybe some poster or something I did. Ooh, very nice. So, <laughs> I hope that's okay, Chris. <laughs> yeah, probably should ask him first. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you loser. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, questions, comments, and concerns can be sent to sickoncinema at gmail.com. Or you can wait to the week of the episode. We are a bi-weekly podcast. Mm-hmm. We'll post a lovely little image that says we are taking questions. You could ask in the comment section below. And, of course, at the, at the Gmail, as you said. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, John. I'm here. First up, it's your boy. It's the man, the myth, the legend. Spooky Celluloid. Oh, shit. Spooky's unhinged this week. <laughs> Spooky seems like he's not doing all right. We'll get into that. <laughs> Spooky said, Happy Thanksgiving, fellas. 
My question is, if you had one, if you had to use one classic American Thanksgiving food as, as a masturbatory tool, which one would it be? Also, did you thank our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for the life you live? <laughs> Amen. I wish he took me out. To which Francis says, well, he's off the rails again. <laughs> Next thing he'll start taking uh, talking to himself. Hmm. To which Brady Hansen says, <laughs> this time of year, I prefer to thank stepdad, stepdaddy Joseph for diddling little Jesus. <laughs> So much he ran away as a teenager. It didn't resurface until his thirties. Oh my god! Can you imagine how annoying teenage Jesus would have been? Oh jeez! Constantly turning water to wine to impress all the boys he pretended not to lust after. <laughs> well, that was an unhinged. Uh... All right. For one, spooky. Hope you're all right. Two. <laughs> that is one hell of a fucking response there. Um, I don't. I don't even know what. Like usually, I'm not very speechless when it comes to things, but I, I'm speechless in that situation. I don't know. What to Isn't say. it a scary movie too, where the dude like fucks the turkey in front of everybody? <laughs> He's like, you just got stuff it like this. <laughs> He's got the little like so. little fucked up hand. <laughs> <laughs> Those are like some of my guilty pleasures, to be honest with you. The first three scary movies, I kind of like them. They are kind of fun. The fourth one's dog shit. It's really bad. So I guess I'd use the turkey. The turkey? (laughs) Wait, using the turkey? Yeah. You're going to fuck a turkey. I mean, what else are you going to use? Mashed potatoes? Gravy or something. Gravy? Masturbatory, not fucking a turkey. Matt, what what do you think you're doing? You're masturbating with a turkey. Dog. Yeah, you masturbate with gravy. It's just a lube. Yeah, it's a lubricant. It's a it's a, it's, a, it's masturbation. You're gonna, you're gonna give yourself a hand jimmer with some green beans. <laughs> I'm not fucking a turkey. <laughs> fucking slap your junk around with some sweet potatoes. What are you doing over here? What are you doing? You're screwing a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna come at my head? You gonna take two pieces of poke pie and just smack them onto your dick? <laughs> That's like, that reminds me of that Bruce Fuck's food. <laughs> That's terrible. He just has a hamburger and he's fucking it, being like, "You fucking whore." <laughs> Normally, I thank people for the question uh, this week. I don't know, Spooky. If I will thank you for this one, no. <laughs> <laughs> but we do love you, so yes. <laughs> oh my god. Next up, we have a Stofi Ozen Hinnenlauter, which I hope I said that right. Hmm. What movie have you guys rewatched the most? Oh, God. Um, it For me, it's probably something I saw as a kid. So something like <laughs> Return of the Living Dead or Texas Chainsaw Massacre or Dawn of the Dead. But there was definitely a like literal week in my life. I don't know. This is before I was medicated, folks. So don't judge me too much. By God. <laughs> Where I watched uh, Charles... I watched the Manson family every single day for like an entire week. <laughs> that just shows the 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 the, the host you have here, guys. He <laughs> watched the Manson family for a week straight. <laughs> hey, first of all, I do actually really love that movie. It's a great movie. It's a five yeah. star movie, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> oh, oh my God! <laughs> Are you good? Yeah, I about broke my toe, but <laughs> but um. I don't know why I watched it every single day for a week straight, but I sure did. Um, it got to the point where I was quoting it. <laughs> you still can quote it. You quoted it the entire time we watched it, the last time we watched it. This is where we're at all the, the time. time. <laughs> um, one of the ones that comes to my mind immediately, and it probably shouldn't, is the nostril picker. <laughs> oh, yeah? we've, we've watched that movie every October season. It just it fits for some reason. I don't know why. It just does, man. It just feels like Halloween to me for some reason. Yeah. Maybe because it looks like a t- TV like Halloween special. Yeah. 
Um, movies I've watched the most, though. I don't know. Um, there was a point in time I did watch the original Halloween on repeat. Yeah. When I was a kid. Um, I looked over and said, hey, Charlie, I think we're in hell, man. He said, yeah, ain't it groovy? <laughs> ain't it groovy? I love that movie so much. You make me want to rewatch it. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking around at my... Uh, it's definitely stuff I saw as a kid. Though. Like, I, I've yeah. probably watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre or Sleepaway Camp or something like that. Oh, yeah. yeah Who yeah. knows how many times, you know what I mean? Uh, Friday, the Friday the 13th Part 4. Yeah, Texas Chainsaw 2. Yeah. I used to rent Texas Chainsaw 2 so much. Just because Chainsaw 1 actually was not easy to get around here. Yeah. Like, there was, like, one video store, and it was, like, you know, not a drive necessarily, but when you're a kid, you don't have just, like, yeah, yeah. I can't just get in a car and go somewhere. Yeah. You know, and you're kind of at the whim of your parents. You Which know, so like, Chainsaw 2 was easier to get. Yeah. And I watched a shit ton. <laughs> Fuck. I was going to say I was gonna say one, but my brain went dead. Oh, boy. I've watched that movie. I fucked on. Yeah. I mean, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, for sure. Um... Dawn of the Dead. I watched a couple of them. a lot. Yeah. You're really going to awe me. Well, it was just dead air there for a second. I was like, I got to make noise or something. <laughs> We've definitely watched, like, Frankenstein every Halloween oh, yeah, season, for too. sure, for sure. Um, yeah. It's on your fucking arm. Yeah, I'm tattooed with it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, there, there's, there's a couple yeah, there, yeah. yeah. I don't but, know which one I've watched the most. But, uh, but. thank you, Stofy, for the question, as always. Yes. Next up is Shonk and Schlonk. Herschel. <laughs> me and him talk all the time. Yes. Banana yes. Box releasing. Go buy shit from me. Yes. He's, uh, Go watch his YouTube channel as well. It's great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course. Um, he recently had John's favorite director, Don Farmer, on. <laughs> <laughs> I'll forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> me and him were actually talking about uh, your hatred for Don Farmer's movies today. It's Man. really funny. Has he seen Savage Vengeance? That's all I want to know. I don't know. Because I don't know how you watch that movie and think that man's a good director. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, uh, he uh, Herschel's recently released the Squirmfest trilogy. Ooh. I didn't realize there was a third one either. in that series until he talked to me about it. Well, that's cool as fuck. Yes. Go pick that up. Yes. Go pick it up. And there may be some more collaborations. Yes. We stick on cinema and banana box in the future. So yes, I need to get my ass to work. <laughs> <laughs> me too, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but his question is: Who is the most underrated horror director of all time? They could have branched out of the genre, but most have, but must be known primarily for horror. What is your favorite film from them? Uh, Carpenter's one for me. Underrated? No, oh, not underrated, but. Oh, I, I didn't think about underrated. <laughs> I was going to say, Carpenter is not underrated. No, fuck no. He's definitely underrated. The name that popped in my head immediately when asked this question <laughs> was Brian Usna. Brian Usna? Yeah. Just because it's like, the more I watch that dude's stuff, the more I love it. Like, his films are completely unhinged and crazy. And they, mm. they immediately feel like Brian Usna. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, I don't know. The dude gets credit, of course, because, like, you know, he was like, he worked on, like, Reanimator and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. But, like, you know, comparing it to, like, society... Or fucking even something like Silent Night, Daily Night Four. You know what I mean? He the is, dentist, yeah. Or shit, he's just produced like Giver and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I, I, Necronomicon, which is one that you know not a lot of people talk about because it's not easy to get a hold of. Yeah, but it's fucking amazing, uh, especially his segment. Well, one of the ones that comes to my mind immediately is Frank Hinnelauder. Actually, yeah, I actually agree with that. Yeah, because he his stuff is so fucking fun. 
Like, he could have easily just directed, like, any comedy movie he wanted to, but he stuck with horror and stuff. It, and it's interesting, too, because it's like, you know, I feel like Basket Case is one of those movies that everybody knows about, but nobody really knows who directed it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's like Basket Case 2 is even really fun. Yeah. I haven't seen the third one. It's, yeah. Bad <laughs> it's got bi- moments. Yeah. Bad Biology is insane. Frankenhooker. Frankenhooker may be my favorite, actually. Brain Damage. Brain Damage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brain Damage might be my favorite. And I guess if I had to, like, pick a favorite film from Brian Usna, hmm. it would be uh, Society. Society is so good. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> I've watched it once, and I can remember almost everything. The Shunting. The Shunting is insane. What does he call me? Butthead? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Frank Hinnelotter, uh, prob- probably either either a brain damage or Frankenhooker. I yeah, go back and forth between those. For sure. I love ba- uh, uh, Basket Case, of course. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. I love Frankenhooker a lot. But yeah, that's my pick, though. Brian using the. Sure, Mom, I need to get the Blu ray of uh, Basket Case eventually. I have the trilogy Blu ray from, from Second Sight. Second Sight. Yeah. yeah, Second Sight. It's either Second Sight or one of the. I was going to say companies. Eureka, but I think it is Second Sight. <laughs> But uh, thank you, uh, Shack and Schlock, for the question, as always. Yes. Next up, we have Just Doe. Mm-hmm. What up, my dudes? Have you seen any White Gardenia films? <clears throat> yes, we yes, have. Yes, I have. <laughs> uh, you've seen more of his stuff than I have. I've seen a lot. I don't think I've seen everything, though, because I've not seen, like, Vorgor. Yeah. Or, um... Oh, shit, there's another one. I think there's another one he did with... Uh, a Mutilation Theater, I think. No, we saw Mutilation Theater. No, mutil- uh, there's Torture of the Theater and Mutilation Theater. Oh, I've never seen Mutilation Theater then. But he also did another one with Dumb Mario Cristofario. Yeah. It, uh, is it... Is it one of the Deep Web XXX movies? It's Yeah, I think it's one of those, I think. I think so. I can't remember. I know he did Vorgor with him. Yeah. But I can't remember what the other one is. But I've seen, um... I can't even. Was it perfume? Oh, uh, blood smells like perfume. blood smells like perfume. No, t- tastes like perfume. Yes, blood tastes like perfume. Uh, how to ra- how to raise a girl from the dead. Yeah, and uh, his newest one, Torture yeah. Theater, which is a part of Split. Yes, I watched Blood Tastes like, Tastes like Perfume and his segment in Split. I have not watched anything from How to uh, Raise Women from the Dead because I'm kind of terrified of his movies. <laughs> but uh, that's a compliment, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, I discovered White Gardini, I think, through Severed Cinema. Yeah. Where I was just kind of looking for fucked up weird shit. And, uh... Wow! Oh, <laughs> God. <in> my <laughs> and, uh... Or maybe it was because Sam Hell was putting out Blood Tastes Like Perfume. Yeah. And I was like, who's White Gardini? Mm-hmm. So I, like, looked him up, and, of course, the first thing that pops up, really, is Severed Cinema interview with him. Yeah. So I went and, like, looked through it. I was like, this sounds fucking wild. Yeah. And still was not prepared for what I was getting myself into. No. Um, what's well, like, I'm, I remember you watched it and you're like, it's so it's so fucked up. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, I want to watch that. And then I watched it at like three o'clock in the morning and had my not ruined. Because <laughs> it is like, oh my God. I've always described White Gardenia <clears throat> stuff as like stumbling across the wrong side of the internet. Yeah. Like you're, you're like Googling shit at like three o'clock in the morning and you come across like... Something like uh, Beware the Walrus, but like... Oh, yeah, Obey the Walrus. Obey the Walrus, yeah, yeah but like with self-mutilation. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, what was it? The, is it called the the Grither video or something like that? <laughs> yeah, 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 but with self-mutilation, you know? Yeah. Um, and his uh, his film, How to Raise a... Uh, I think it's... I can't remember if it's How to Raise a Woman or a Girl from the Dead. I think it's Woman. How to Raise a Woman. Yeah, how, how to Raise Women from the Dead. And it is, is fucking wild, where it's all about like this like serial killer who picks up women... 
tortures and murders them and then like gets off to the fact that they make like those Jane Doe faces out of them. Ooh. Like jerks off to their Jane Doe face. It's fucked up. Yeah. It's really good. <laughs> but I feel like we have to uh, address his uh, segment and split. split. Yeah. Which split, I believe, is out. Yeah. He, he, he is uh, shipping copies. Yes. So yeah. you should pick up Split. Two short yeah. films, both pretty good. Well, what one's feature length? I'm pretty. It's about sure. an hour, but it it makes up because Gardini is a little shorter. Yeah, his is about thirty. The other one's about sixty. Yeah, so it, like it kind of evens out to a feature length film. Yeah. Uh, Jack Melantry's what is his called? Uh, shit. Not not feel like a shithead. <laughs> you shithead. Shit. Shit. Shithead. Oh God. Hang on, just talk about it, and I'll look it up. Um, it's essentially about these like drugged up. <laughs> They're on drugs. Drugs. Well, you. What are they on? Like uh, heroin or something? Heroin, like that? I think. Yeah. They're smoking heroin. They're smoking heroin. Smoking dick and sucking dick. And they just engage in like the last form of loving. Last form of loving. <laughs> yeah. It it's it's pretty it's pretty gnarly itself. It is, and uh, you know I think the dude's got a very good eye. Yeah, and I think he has potential. Yeah, there's still room to grow. The he, film does have some production issues for sure. Yeah, he he's definitely uh, a newer face on the scene as well, and um, yeah, the his his segment is. Um, I'm trying to come up the words to describe it. The words. The words. Because my brain is not working today, guys. I apologize. <laughs> We're on autopilot. Yeah, pretty much. <sighs> but it, yeah, his segment, I mean, it is good. Like yeah. I, said, I don't want to sit here and I can make it sound like it is not good, because it is. Yeah. It's just that, like I said, there is some production issues with it, and I do think it's a little dry. It can be a little bit at times, yeah. I think it could do with a little bit of a cut down. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, like I said, like I think the dude's got potential. It's it's pretty gross. Pretty well shot, too, at yeah. times. Like, there, there's definitely moments where like, this guy's got a real knack for uh, filming things, you know, just framing shit. Yeah. And I definitely will say there's definitely a moment in in it that will piss a lot of people off. Yeah. Probably, for sure. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, it's it, it's pretty gnarly itself. Um oh, why Gardenia just fucking like he went ape shit with this one? It's basically the best of why Gardenia. Yeah, <laughs> edited in a nightmare format. Yeah, it's it's fucking brutal. Um, <laughs> I ain't gonna spoil nothing, but like, there's definitely shit in this that is probably the most extreme shit I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah, like it doesn't yeah. Come, like it doesn't even come close. Really. No, <laughs> I. Uh... It, it his segment it bothered me for days. <laughs> it shook you. Yeah, it shook me to my core. I was like, <laughs> I was like, how can they do that to themselves? I mean, like, if you're looking for like pretty much as extreme as extreme gets, you're gonna want to seek out Split and pick it up. Whether you get it from uh, White Gardini himself or uh, who's handling fucking Jack Mavlanchery's fuck, fuck. Keep talking. I'll look it up. <laughs> fuck. We're, get... ter- we're terrible. I know he had a release of it himself. I, I didn't realize if it... W- I didn't know if it was from somebody else or... Yeah, you could pick it up from uh, both dudes. Okay. He has his own DVD of it. And uh, the guy that John's trying to figure out because we're running on autopilot. <laughs> and didn't come prepared at all. Oh. I don't remember shit very well either. It... <laughs> New film order. New film order, yeah. New, 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 new film order. How'd I forget that? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. You know, they're both uh, 
There's two versions of it you can get from yeah. both guys, and you know, yeah, it's worth watching. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if it gets more extreme than these two, for say, Devil White Gardenias. Yeah, you, you're gonna be hard pressed to beat it. <laughs> I don't know how someone could physically push themselves further. <laughs> yeah, without killing themselves. Yeah. It's it's a rough watch, but uh, it's worth your time for sure. Also, Justo asks, brushing your teeth and wiping your butt. You have to give <laughs> you have to give one up. Which one would it be and why? Now, what's wrong with y'all? <laughs> what's wrong with y'all with these questions this week? <laughs> I'm from the South. I'll just give up brushing my teeth. Everybody else does. That's true. <laughs> it's look. I can't. I can't not wipe my ass. Okay. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Yeah. No. No, I got to wipe my ass, man. Yeah. Fuck. You're going to get them itchy cheeks, man. God. That ain't worth it. I didn't know I don't want my teeth thrown on my head either. No. Mm. But, uh, yeah. I don't want itchy cheeks, though. Oh, God, no. And you're going to smell like shit all the time, dude. Yeah. It's rough. That's rough. Every time you sit down, something's going to leave a streak of shit on it. Oh. <laughs> Some dookies. You just gotta hope you're like having those perfect shits all the time. Yeah. Which I never have anymore. No. All mine are disasters. <laughs> Maybe you should go to the doctor, John. Um, I need to start taking probiotics. <laughs> Next uh, up is the old bull. Also, thank you, uh, Just Doe, for the question. Yes. Go check out his music. It's very good. Yes. Uh, the old yeah. boil says, "What's <laughs> your favorite boy. classic Southern rock band?" Oh shit! I've heard Charlie Daniels' band is big in Tennessee. Personally, I've been a ZZ Top man since I saw a VHS collection of all their videos with my first girlfriend when I was like nine. Mm. Also, you wanted recommendations on more Swedish horror movies and disturbing mafia movies. Rune of the Dead is a Viking horror movie from 2019, which is like a mix between The Witch and Night of the Living Dead. Oh fuck! Sounds okay. cool. Yeah. It got a bit of everything. Family drama, romance, and a big action set piece near the end. For mafia movies, it's fucking Ichi the Killer. Which, when I read that, I could have smacked myself. Yeah. I was like, how the fuck did I not think of Ichi the Killer for disturbing mafia movies? Oh, yeah. yeah it's Yakuza, but still, it's the it's mafia. mafia yeah. <laughs> it's the Japanese mob. I was like... You know, like, Jesus. <laughs> You're not, not necessarily... A lot of Mikkei stuff. Like, yeah. fucking Dead Alive. Yeah. Or uh, uh, Graveyard of Honor. What's well, like, even... Uh, it's not necessarily disturbing, per se. It's, it gets kind of sad at times, but, like, the killer. Yeah. With the triad. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. that. I read that, I was like... Pfft. Yeah. We blew it. <laughs> yeah, we're terrible. Yeah, each, each of the killer. People don't think about it because they're too busy focusing on the self-abuser and the crying karate man, but it's technically a Yakuza movie. It absolutely is. <laughs> That's one way of describing it. Yeah, each is a yeah. crying self-abuser. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, favorite southern rock band. I'm traveling down the road and I'm hurting with disaster. Who's that, 38 Special? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I'm a, I'm a skinnered man. Mr. Saturday Night Special. <laughs> I mostly love Freebird, but we were talking the other day about how much we hated Charlie Daniels. Band. Yeah, I know it's it's horrible. I told you once, you son of a bitch. It's like, I gotcha. <laughs> You're fucking playing fiddle or whatever with the fucking devil. <laughs> yeah. uh, I hate that song. I'm sorry. Um, he has an even worse song than that. I don't know if you ever heard it. No. It's like, I bet you didn't know it was ever going to happen again in America. The South's going to rise again. Oh, no. 
Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Red flag. <laughs> Dead serious, dude. Oh, God. I no. heard it the other day on the radio. I was like, God damn. That's horrific. That is horrific. <laughs> Who's the one that's like, it's like, Jimmy Dean, Jimmy Dean, James Dean. <laughs> Dog, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> the, the three Southern rock bands I actually know that more than one song from... <laughs> Is like ZZ Top, yeah, Leonard Skinner, and these this band shouldn't even count, but it sounds like Southern Rock, and that's CCR. Yeah, CCR is the best, though. Yeah, I absolutely love CCR. Yeah, Clear Clearwater Clearwater Creedence Revival. You said yes. that backwards. Did I really? Creedence Clearwater Revival. Oh, someone told me long ago, there's a calm before the storm, and I know. So yeah. good. Like, shit. I actually don't listen to a lot of Southern Rock, though. I kind of hate this either. genre. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> it's like, was it Jackal? Oh, is that Southern Rock? <laughs> yeah, I think so. That was more like 80s metal. <laughs> they have that chainsaw song where it's like, oh, fuck you. It's like a chainsaw or some bullshit. And they have the chainsaw on the song. That's all they're known for. Does George Thurgood count as Southern Rock? Because that sucks. <laughs> I just love the meme. <laughs> <laughs> With the fucking uh, give it gear shift, that's a skull. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other Southern rock bands. 38 Special. I don't know if I can name you a 38 Special song. Uh, they're not the. Yeah, I've been traveling down the road, now flirting. I hate that disaster. song. I do not like that song at all. What about uh, uh Mississippi Queen? I only know that one song. I do I like who that sings song, that though. Uh, Mountain, Mountain. I think are they Maybe. Southern Rock? I don't even know much Southern Rock because I stayed away from it. Yeah, I just like it's a sound that I was like. Mm. I do like Leonard Skinner though. Yeah, some ZZ Top songs are good. Yeah, though. yeah. Um, I just got paid today. Got money in pocket full of change. I'll never forget. I'll never forget when that motherfucker came out with the giant, the most, the biggest bass <laughs> you'll ever see. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. thank you, the old boy, for the question. Hopefully, yes. Hopefully, you're not a, like a huge Southern rock fan. Yeah, we just we shit, all, shit over. all over the genre. <laughs> uh, next up is he's a real raw one, raw one. How do you typically sit when you watch movies? Or something. Just something. It didn't say movies. Okay. Do you cross your arms? Do you put them behind your head? Do you lay on them on the armrest of your chair? Do you manspread across your legs? Do you lay down or even upside down? What is the texture of your sitting surface like? Do you keep all the lights off? On, off, or turn on special movie lights for ambience? Whoa. We'll get through this one. <laughs> we'll get through it. Uh, we'll, we'll do it. We'll get we through it. We got this. Uh, we got as, this by the balls. As someone with crippling ADD, it's pretty much all the above. <laughs> <laughs> but mo- mostly I try to uh, like sit in... Uh, so we most, mostly watch movies in John's room because yeah. he has the region free player. Yeah. I sit in, uh, sit in the chair in there with my legs crossed. <laughs> the chair that you broke the armrest off of? Yes. <laughs> That's an accident. <laughs> I just sat on it. My fat ass broke it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I lay on the bed. Yeah. Which cripples my back because my bed's fucked. <laughs> yes. And, uh, oh, try not to fall asleep. Yeah, try not to fall asleep. And as far as my arms go here recently, and I don't know why and I hate it. I wish I could stop it. I've been tucking them underneath me. Yeah, so they just get numb. Oh my God. Yeah. And I can't stop doing it for some reason. Like, I do it at night when I go to bed. Yeah. I just wake up, my arms are just dead. Good God. I've just got the indentions all over me from my <laughs> underwear and shit. And I'm just like, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, I, I've, sometimes when I fall asleep, I put my arm under the pillow. 
for some reason. And it'll make my arm like so numb. That's when you gotta give yourself a jibber. It's called giving yourself the stranger. Because it's like someone else is doing it. Now, now yeah. John. Yeah. I didn't need to hear that. Well, you did. <laughs> I busted my nose one time with my own hand when it fell asleep. Really? Yeah, I fell asleep with it underneath me and it went completely dead. <laughs> yeah. And I woke up and I was like, oh my God, I never had this happen before, so I thought I broke my arm in my sleep because it's all limp and shit. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. So I hold it up and I'm like, what have I done? And I dropped it and my dude landed around my nose and busted my nose. <laughs> Fuck. And I was like, oh. <laughs> John split his shit up. Yeah. That's I nearly awesome. KO'd myself with my own hand. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. But thank you, Rye One, for the question as always. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm going to mispronounce this and I'm going to feel so bad about it. Do it. Dash Red Boy. I think is how I pronounce it. But I believe is a new listener. Oh. Uh, says, What is one movie that stayed with you longer? At lo- hmm, man, I cannot read it. Why am I doing this? What is one movie that stayed with you long after watching it? Oh, God. Threads. Yeah. Jesus Christ, that guy is loud sometimes. She's being a fiend. Hush. <laughs> shoosh. Shoosh. <laughs> shoosh, please. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, Threads is probably the one. Yeah, it hung with me for days. Bunts, even. Yeah. Even uh, something like Girl Next Door Yeah, was, is one that'll hang oh, to your God. bones. Yeah. I wrote a list about this one time. I wonder if I still got it. If I do, I'll go over it. Keep, um, keep coming up with some. Martyrs. Yeah, Martyrs is one for sure. Martyrs is... I watched it around Halloween one time and it ruined my Halloween season. Yeah, you had a weird Halloween that one time where you just kept watching like fucked up shit. Fucked up shit where I was like, man, what are you doing? I don't know, bro. Ah, here we go. I made a list of movies that stick to your bones. Stick to your bones. Hear them. Uh, Hereditary. Yes. Combat Shock. <laughs> Absolutely. Come and see. Oh God. Threads. Oh God. August Underground Penance. You went Penance. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I was going for like. That stay with you, not just like um, up and just like disturb the shit out of you. <laughs> I don't know, Mortem stuck with me for a long time. House that Jack built, Girl yeah. Next Door, mm-hmm. Happiness, Irreversible, Martyrs, Where the Dead Go to Die. Oh my god, yeah. In a Glass Cage. Oh god. Family Portraits. God. I Saw the Devil. Oh, I love that movie. And uh, Solo. <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll do it. That's a uh, that's a marathon list from hell, is what that is. I thought about that kid's face for a long time after we come and see. Like oh, that last God, shot yeah. where he looks like he's like 80 years old. Yes. You're just like, God damn, they fucked this kid up for real. Yeah. For real. For real. <laughs> um, the, the bomb dropping threads, man. Yeah. It's haunting yeah, shit. Yeah, shit is amazing. So well done. Yeah. But it will, it will fuck you up. Yeah. Uh, here recently, I can add um, uh, Where the Wind Blows. Yeah, When the Wind Blows. When the Wind Blows. Yeah. That one stayed with me. Yeah. <laughs> that fucked me up real good. And there's definitely something we're going to be doing soon. The first time I watched it, it stuck to my fucking bones. I think you know what I'm talking about. Ding, doo. Yeah, that's the, that's the only hint. Yeah. Place, uh, place where time stands still. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> Looking forward to doing that again. Thank you, Dash Red Boy. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you, yes. Next up is Hal Monastone. Hal Monastone. Hiya, hope everything is nice. Ah. Yeah. What are some good extreme films directed by female directors? Extreme. Uh, again, I, I'm... I have this movie. I have it signed by the director, but I haven't seen it because I'm a piece of shit. Piece of shit. 
but the director of the stylist is a uh, Jill Six, I think. Yeah, yeah. Again, I've heard great things about that movie. I just haven't watched some hunk of garbage. I don't know if she lives around here or something, but she was at like Knoxville Horror Film Festival too. Yeah, and at like Frankencon. I'm like, is she like a local? <laughs> that'd is. be kind of sick. Yeah, that'd be really sick. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I did watch one of her short films at uh, Knoxville Horror Film Festival. Well, yeah, one year. Mm-hmm. It was about uh, this like prison type. Of, it was like this like last meal type thing, and it was really fucking good. Um. The one that pops in my head is American Psycho. Yeah. Mary Heron. Yeah. Uh, which is crazy, too. Like, if you watch the movie, I think a lot of people are like, this movie's misogynistic mm. and have no clue yeah. that it's directed by a female director. Yeah. <laughs> but she does an amazing job with the uh, subject matter. I'm going to use this as a moment to shout out a movie we watched recently. But um, uh, it's not necessarily directed by this person but it definitely was co-written by them thrust uh with oh the, yeah. aaron brown yes yeah, aaron yes brown. yes uh, victor bonacore's movie yep yep very good shit yeah go uh check that out uh katrine gabby i think is how you pronounce her name i'm terrible with pronunciations but anyway she did nothing back and happen oh my god which is another movie i could add to the uh um, stick to your bones yeah movies yeah. that hang with you for long after you watch it that movie <laughs> fucked me up the plague dogs also fucked me up i ain't gonna lie to you but i cried during that <laughs> the plague dogs is pretty bad i cried yeah. during it and when, when the wind blows <sighs> same director ain't it no no i don't think so i don't think so is it no that's uh the director of uh watership down I think. yeah didn't we do that episode as well yeah god damn um, fuck that episode, man. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> uh, Good Night Mommy was directed by a female. <laughs> Piece of shit. I haven't seen that. I know Raw, I believe, was directed by a female director. Yeah. Because didn't they also do Teton? I think so. Titan, which I've not seen either one of those, but I know people, you know, yeah, really it's like got a reputation. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? Oh, my God. What else? We're getting like... Well, we're talking about this off air a little bit, but it's like John will talk about just about any director, and is like, "Yeah, this guy uh, made a new movie." I'm like, "Huh? Who? Who's that?" Yeah, I believe Jennifer Kent, who did the Babadook, Babadook, uh, directed a movie called The Nightingale. Nightingale, yeah, which is like a rape revenge film, I believe. Oh shit! Okay, that Mr. Parker put over hardcore that I want to see, and I'm a piece of shit haven't watched it. <laughs> Those are some, you know. I'd actually like to see a. I know there's uh, Jesse Sykes coming out. With, yeah, uh, yeah. American Guinea Pig Chum Bucket, as Chum well as bucket. what is it? Fucked. Fucked. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, fucked is uh, going. It's it's an all female director cast, yes. is it not? Yeah. Yes. So that's exciting. I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing more female voices in the extreme underground. Oh, absolutely. Favorite kaiju creature and why? <laughs> Let's exclude Godzilla because okay. that's the obvious choice, right? He's yeah. the king. Yeah, he's the king for. He's reason. the king of the monsters. Yeah. Favorite kaiju? Well, he. Godzilla. He. Yeah. I thought Godzilla was a she. Godzilla was a she in the American Godzilla. Hmm. In the Japanese Godzilla, when Godzuki's around, yeah, they refer to Godzilla as his dad. Oh, okay. Yes. Um. Yeah, I, I need to watch all those fucking Godzilla movies. I've seen I, a lot of them. I grew up with Godzilla. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I watched the shit out of Godzilla. It's like, I'm sure there's Godzilla movies that I don't remember off the top of my head, but I'm sure if when I watch them, I'm like, oh, yeah, I've seen that. To go with a Godzilla character yeah, first, oh. before I pick a non-Godzilla character, yeah. Gigan. Gigan. Gigan is cool as shit. Cyclops, hmm. hooks for hands, saw in the stomach. Oh, that's cool, yeah. Gigan rules. Plus, Gigan's in the movie with Jet Jagya. 
Yeah. Jet Jaguar. <laughs> and you can call me lame if you want to. I was always a Mothra. Mothra's fan. cool. I love Mothra. Uh, outside of the Godzilla universe, though, Gamera is fucking sick. I love Gamera. Yeah. I'll shout out Damajin. Damajin. Just yeah. a big statue. That's like yeah. a, like a like the spirit of a of a samurai warrior. Yeah, that comes alive to like avenge the, the town. Yeah, you know? cool shit. It's also like I don't know if it has a name, but the creature from How Beyond the Fog. Oh yeah, that thing was really yeah. cool. It was. Yeah. Of course, there's King Ghidorah. King Ghidorah. Yeah. Um, I was always a big fan of Hydra, the smog monster. <laughs> smog monster. Yeah. I don't know. That was one of my favorites as a kid. I know a lot of people don't like that one. <laughs> Is it because it's the because it's called the smog monster is that why you t- attached to I don't it? know yeah. why I liked it <laughs> I just did yeah. yeah I always liked I don't know I always liked Mothra Angerus yeah Rodan Rodan um Jajaga fuck Magra M- Magra that was the like robot oh with the drills yes oh yeah is that what the thing's name is yeah fuck and then you also had um you can you can tell I am absolutely not an expert on kaiju movies, but Mecha Godzilla, Mecha Godzilla is fucking dope. I'm not I'm not an expert. I just know the ones I really like. I, mean, I tell you some really, the '90s Godzilla series had some of the coolest fucking looking villains of oh, all time. Yeah, Biolani, Biolani, yeah, Space Godzilla, mm-hmm. fucking Destroyer. <laughs> we watched uh, one of the Gamera movies recently, and it's fucking great. Yeah, Gamera, Gamera's cool as fuck. Yeah, yeah, I love Gamera. The '90s Gamera movies are really cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm a kaiju guy. I like kaiju. And you gotta, you gotta throw a nod. Not necessarily kaiju for say, like not in the. Uh, it wasn't until later, but God, uh, King, uh, King Kong. King Kong, yeah, for sure. Got to throw in the, Godzilla vs. King Kong is such a fun movie. Uh, not not the remake. I didn't like it. I didn't watch it. <laughs> the, I tried to watch the 2019 Godzilla. Was it 2019? Uh, is this the one by... Uh, oh, fuck. It had Brian Cranston in it. Is, it. is this the one directed by fucking... Wingard? Yeah. No, nah, it was before Wingard. Okay. Maybe in 2017. No, I think it was 2019. I can't remember. I tried to watch it, and I just I just didn't get into it, man. I want to see the the newer Japanese one. Shin? Yeah. Oh, Shin Godzilla's cool. Yeah, I, I saw some clips from it. I was like, this, this looks fucking awesome. Shin Godzilla, like, evolves and shit. Oh, really? Like, it starts like almost like a fish with, like, no, like, arms and legs. Really? Grows them as it goes, then it becomes the full Godzilla monster. Oh, yeah, it's really cool. Um... The album recommendation today is Nun Sex Monk Rock hmm. by Nina Hagen. A great mix of punk, pop, and avant-garde. Have fun before Santa Month kicks in, and remember that not all frogs eat bacon, but robots eat snails. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> Next up is some dude named DBZFan99 who just says Among Us. I'm pretty sure it says Amogus. Uh, we're just going to skip over that. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is the OGPM, the People's Mikey. Mikey. Stepping up into this son of a bitch, asking oh. questions, stomping ass, playing guitar. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah, son. <laughs> Guy got quiet. <laughs> Howdy, my dudes. Hope Turkey Jesus Day went well. <laughs> Turkey Jesus Day. Why is Spooky so mean to August Underground? I mean, you can't you can't account for taste. Oh, <laughs> Mikey. I mean, you just can't. Today's never gonna come back on the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I don't know. Uh, I like August Underground quite a bit. Is it because the margarine fucked up his Canadian brain? <laughs> 
I mean, it's possible. <laughs> Damn. It's possible, man. No, I kid. I love Spooky. We all do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, saw that Quality Vaughn Cinema interviewing Tim Ritter, which, yeah, shout that yes. out. I thought it's really fucking cool that, like, Shock and Shock reviewed Truth or Dare. Yeah. Uh, Quality Vaughn Cinema interviewed Tim Ritter. We're doing an episode of Tim Ritter. I love his Tim Ritter resurgence all of yeah, a sudden. Let's keep that going. <laughs> in the air, as you said. Uh, and dudes seemed really cool. Yeah. Does it help a very low budget film that the director isn't a massive cunt? <laughs> like even though the production and acting isn't great, who still you still have fun watching it because the director just seems so cool. Also, what movie would you trample someone for for Black Friday? <laughs> Looking forward to the next episode. Enjoy your week. I'm hurt. I'm old. I'm tired. I work with fucking children. Mindy's Bakery makes the best muffins. Commentating on MMA fights makes me happy. They removed me from the cover of the video game. My EVPs sure have balls coming out to Kansas. Also, also their match on Thursday suck my Chicago deep dish cock. Thank you, fuck you, bye, cheers. <laughs> I wonder if people are listening are like, what the fuck are they talking about? I mean, if you keep up wrestling, you know. But oh, God. <laughs> I'm loving it. Speak, speaking of wrestling, <laughs> we've got to do that fucking sold out episode for that <sighs> fucking wrestling episode. We will. Podcast thing. We will. We'll get back to it. Oh, damn it. We'll get back to it. But anyways... No schedule for that show coming forward. Uh, does it help to know that the filmmaker is a cool guy, not a cunt, when it comes to low-budget cinema? Uh, I'd say so. Yes, for sure. Yeah. If the guy is very likable, you're willing to forgive things to like their work. Oh, yeah. Although with Tim Ritter, I don't think it's necessary, yo. No, his stuff's just really good. It's cool that Tim Ritter is cool. Oh, I, I just spoiled my opinions, but... Oh, well, you know. <laughs> fuck it. It's cool that Tim Ritter is cool, but it's not needed because Tim Ritter stuff's fine as fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's like there's definitely directors out there that you hear negative things about, and you're like, Ugh. Like, I will say that knowing Donald Farmer was cool with oh, yeah. Shock and Shock and stuff like that does make me like Donald Farmer better. Yeah. I still don't want to watch his movies, <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> I, I thought about watching Demon Queen today, but I didn't some piece of shit. No, you didn't because you know. <laughs> <laughs> now, now you listen here, motherfucker. I didn't watch it because I'm a piece of shit and doesn't watch movies at all. It's like when we interviewed uh, Fred Vogel or Stephen Byer or something like that. Yeah. Like, it definitely helps because you're like, oh, yeah. You're watching the movies, you're like, this guy's cool. Oh, yeah. You know, I like this guy. Uh, Jonathan Doe. Yeah, of course. For sure. Uh, what movie would you trample somebody for for Black Friday? I, I want to ask you that question first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. You know, I have a. Uh, there's not many grails anymore that I'm like just desperately seeking out that I would step on a neck for. Step on a neck for. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Munchies. Munchies? <laughs> I'd run a motherfucker over some munchies. <laughs> you get munchies at Grindhouse. <laughs> Y'all made fun of me that day we went to Grindhouse. You're like, it's munchies. And I was like, what? It's the first time we went to Grindhouse. We're looking at all the movies. I was like, oh shit, munchies. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> all these movies. <laughs> you picked up munchies. I didn't even buy it. No, you didn't. I was just excited to see it. I hadn't seen that cover since I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you got so excited for munchies. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Oh god. Mac and me. <laughs> if you run some over for Mac and me, you should be thrown in prison. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I don't even know, man. I don't know if I'd want to trample someone for a movie. I one time went to Black Friday with my sisters. Yeah. And uh while there my oldest sister messaged me and is like, Please come here, there's a weirdo. <laughs> oh boy. And I was like, Okay. 
So I came over there, and there's this guy, and he's like, pick it, because this is like when Walmart was like wrapping everything in plastic. Yeah. And wouldn't unwrap it until it was time. Until it's time. I, they may still be doing that, but I haven't went in a long time now. Fuck that shit. Yeah, it's not fun. It used to be kind of fun just to go people watching. Yeah, it was just fun to see people like just trample each other for a fucking stack of pillows. But then once you find out that like if you wanted to buy movies and stuff like that, unless you wanted like the newest, newest release, if you went yeah. Black Friday morning to Walmart, there's yeah. nobody there. Oh, yeah. Because they all went Thursday night. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like once I found that out, I was like, oh, there's no point fun crowds. Yeah. Why would I do this? Yeah, there's no point in that shit. That and I. I've like sold half the shit I bought on Black Friday because I'm like I don't, I'm never gonna watch this again <laughs> yeah. or watch it ever. <laughs> but anyways, it's, back to the story. I got a copy of Mortal Kombat during Black Friday a couple years ago. That's sick. Not, not the movie, but the actual game. Oh, that's not as sick. But <laughs> I did. I, I, do, I do have a copy of Mortal Kombat on DVD over here. <laughs> oh hell yeah. <laughs> anyways, so this guy's like, he's just like pulling out the plastic, yeah, like just kind of tearing it. Oh my God, and he's like. Anybody comes and try to get this from me, I'm gonna punch him in the fuck face. I'll knock their asses out. Knock their fucking asses out cold. Get the fuck out of here. Fuck me, I'll fuck you up. You know, shit like that, right? Like he's like, and he's messing with the plastic the whole time. Finally, it's like, oh, it's midnight. Woo! Yeah. And they're tearing the, the, the fucking plastic off the, the pallets and whatever. And like, everybody jumps into this one bin that sucks. And the thing that he was willing to fight people over was a stack of best of Garth Brooks CD box sets. <laughs> And he was the only one that got one. <laughs> no one cared. Also, you really think you're going to win in a fight? You probably got fucking cancer-ridden lungs from cigarettes. That's for true. You've got uh, your jaws dropping off your face because of fucking tobacco. <laughs> Don't even act like you're going to whoop someone's ass. He was ready to go for some Garth Brooks, though, man. He's going to put the stomping on him. Did this guy look like the kind of guy that was going to go for Garth Brooks? <laughs> I don't know what kind of guy he looked like. He looked, okay. like, some, he looked like any guy from around here. Oh, uh, so, <laughs> look like... Probably shouldn't, do the, probably shouldn't say that. Probably shouldn't just go off on people from around here. <laughs> Probably not. It's probably not okay to do that. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I say just like looks like trailer trash, garbage. <laughs> you fucking <laughs> piece of shit. Damn, that's rough, dude. That's what I was. Uh, that's what uh, I mean. I said it, but that's what I was going to say. But I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some Waluigi shit over Seth here. Rollins is Waluigi. He is. <laughs> if anyone gives a fuck. <laughs> Thank you, People's Mikey, for the question, as always. Yes. You rule. Now, again, I'm terrible with names, people. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's either I am B-Wife or Lamb-Wife. Which one do you think it is? Let me take a look over here. Yeah, that's I, right? Oh, fuck. Right? That's I? <sighs> that's a, that's that's I. I think so. God, we're terrible. We apologize so much. It's either it's either the lamb wife or I I am wife. I don't. I am B wife. I am. I don't know. Message us and let us know. Yeah, we'll fix it next time around. We apologize. <laughs> we're terrible. Okay. Hey guys, so I was watching There's Something About Mary a little while back on cable and couldn't stop laughing at all the ways they censored certain words. <laughs> Matt Dillon says the R word a lot in that movie. Oh boy. And on cable, it's changed to silly bastards. <laughs> <laughs> those, those silly bastards. Those damn silly bastards. <laughs> so I was curious if y'all have a favorite or memorable scene that was censored or dubbed in a way you thought was ridiculous. You guys are the best. 
by the way, Hart. Thank you so much. Even oh, though we can't you. pronounce your name, and we're shit. Yes, we're actually shit. We're, I don't know why y'all is. <laughs> yeah, we're terrible. Clearly, yes. I do actually. Okay. Have a favorite censor scene. It's from the Comedy Central censored version of Mallrats. Oh boy. In Mallrats, there's a scene where uh, they're trying to take out the stage for yeah. the dating show, right? Yeah. So Silent Bob comes swinging in, dressed like Batman, misses, and goes through this like uh, changing room, and you know there's a chick changing, and she punches, she punches him. Yeah. In the movie, in the uncut version, he goes flying through, and Jay pops up and goes, "Fly, fat ass, fly!" And they censored "fat ass," okay. which is like nowadays, like that's nothing. That's nothing. Yeah. So he goes swinging through, and Jay, and in this version of the movie, they don't even try to match voices. Oh my god! He's flying through, and Jay pops up and goes, "Fly, fatty, fly!" <laughs> <laughs> It's amazing, <laughs> dude. That's I had laughed. I love that movie. Like yeah. I'm a big Kevin Smith guy, you know. Oh yeah. And I love my rats, but I don't think I've ever laughed harder at that movie than in that scene. <laughs> fly fatty, fly. Yeah, it's like fly fatty, fly fatty. <laughs> 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 See, uh, I I grew up in the era where they didn't even dub it over. Yeah, they just be like you, <laughs> <laughs> which is even worse. Yeah, because <laughs> you know what they said. It's like you sick son of a. <laughs> <laughs> it's just garbage. You mother, <laughs> you mother, <laughs> stupid mother. <laughs> Could you imagine a Rob Zombie movie on oh, cable? Oh my god! I'll. You! <laughs> <laughs> oh my you god. Can go, to- <laughs> <laughs> go get your go, Sheriff. <laughs> you telling me I'm gonna. F- that, that chicken go. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh man, god. that would be so awesome. Oh Jesus. Oh, thank you for the question. <laughs> what? <laughs> Always eat your mother's. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. That's fucking incredible. Oh, Oh, my God. God. I don't make a thing of this. Do you remember the uh, House, House, and Corpses DVD? Oh, that menu? (laughs) (laughs) There was a special feature on it called Tiny Fuck a Stump. Yeah, and it's just Bill Mosley, Sherry Moon Zombie, and Sid Haig just telling Tiny Fuck to Stump jokes. <laughs> or it's like, why the chicken cross the road? Because Tiny Fuck to Stump. <laughs> That's it. That's the whole special feature, man. That's not what I about that at all. It goes about 10 minutes. <laughs> it's completely ridiculous. But I remember most about that DVD is of Sid Haig as fucking. Well, shit the man. If <laughs> you don't play the movie, like, are you going to hit fucking play or what? <laughs> are you going to play? <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna are you gonna hit play or what? Oh, or or ask ask. <laughs> so stupid. <clears throat> Next up is Gary J. Thorne. Uh, Gary asks, "What are your favorite wholesome movies? Wholesome movies. Wholesome movies. Hmm. I I, I enjoy some wholesome movies mm, sometimes." Uh, I think I enjoy them more than you do, probably. Well, I don't know, because I was thinking about this. I'm a big Studio Ghibli guy. Yeah. And one of my favorite Studio Ghibli films is Ponyo. Yeah. I don't know if you get more wholesome than Ponyo. Uh, 
a little goldfish, basically, or koi. I guess it's koi, technically. Yeah. Turns into a little girl and loves ramen. Hmm. I mean, that's pretty damn wholesome. It's pretty wholesome, yeah. <laughs> and I love that movie. It's cute and adorable, and I love it. Spirited Away scared the fuck out of me as a kid. <laughs> I think it's still pretty wholesome. However, it does have some moments where it's like, whoa. And that slime monster. And no face. <laughs> yeah, oh, God. Yeah, no face. Uh, My Neighbor Totoro is another one yeah. that I adore. It's like... I actually, I actually like a lot of Disney movies. Me too. Um, it's like I love the like '90s live action stuff they did, like Under Wraps, for oh, example. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, Can of Worms, Can of Worms, is really fun, is really fun. Yep. But like, I, I'm actually a really big Pixar fan. Yeah, I, Pixar I love rules. Their shit. Which I know some people are like, Pixar killed traditional animation, which they kind of did. They kind of did, but. I don't know. I, I really, I really like their stuff. Even though it is kind of formulaic, where it is like, oh, you know, happiness in the end, yeah. or something. Oh, you know, here's something devastatingly sad. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I love their shit. What do you? Would you consider like the '90s, 2000s, like kid action movies to be wholesome? Depends on which one. I'm thinking like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. And the Power Rangers. I'd say so. Which, rest in peace, Jason David Frank. Yeah. Green Ranger, White Ranger. You know, the coolest ranger. Yeah. Always rest in peace. Absolutely. I love that movie. I still have a soft spot for that movie. Dude. I've been ooze. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, fucking... Um, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie is fucking really fun. The first one is just legit fucking great. Yeah. But I have a soft spot and a huge fondness <laughs> for Secret of the Ooze. It's really fun. Babies. <laughs> babies. They're babies. <laughs> oh, no. I'm <laughs> done. Oh, Super Shredder. Super Shredder. Yeah. I was a mark for Super Shredder. I was like, there's nothing cooler than Super Shredder. <laughs> Super Shredder was cool. It was Kevin Nash. It was Kevin Nash. But he just kills himself. It's, yeah. It sucks. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> Don't know why they did that. <laughs> it's a terrible decision. It um, really was, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even say like what my like I guess favorite like Pixar movie is. I, I, I love The Incredibles, actually. Yeah. I, I like Toy Story. Story. Oh, yeah. Toy, the, Story, the Toy Story trilogy. Yeah. First three. Or, I've never watched one. four, but I'm assuming it's good. I assume, yeah, I assume so. Um, yeah, the Toy Story trilogy is fucking excellent. Uh, Bugs Life's great. Aladdin. Aladdin. Oh god, the, the, the fucking yeah, that era of Disney movies was fucking fantastic. Lion, Lion King, King Aladdin, yeah. Pocahontas. Yeah, Mulan is one of my favorites. Oh, Mulan is so. Be good. a man, be as cause as the raging, raging river. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I love that shit. Let's get down to business. <laughs> Man, I was thinking about life. Like, I'm listening to a podcast about the starting movies and they're singing Disney songs. <laughs> this is shit. Skip, skip. <laughs> oh, God. I've actually been wanting to rewatch Lion King recently. Can you feel the love tonight? Are you a Tarzan guy? Do you like Tarzan? No. No? I was not a fan of Tarzan. Not at all? Ooh, no. Not even with the Phil Collins soundtrack? No. <laughs> that didn't sell you? No. Ah, well, fuck. <laughs> not a Tarzan fan, no. <laughs> Tarzan was kind of fucking stupid as oh, a kid. Oh, I like Tarzan. But I'll tell you another one that's really good. What's up? It's good family fun, and it's perfect for this time of the year. Okay. Jingle All the Way. <laughs> Jingle All the Way. I actually need to watch that. With Turbo Man. Turbo Man. Big Show's in it. Oh, yeah, he is. Good shit, dude. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Bye. Bye. I love Arnold. <laughs> yeah, he's great. 
Kindergarten cop is pretty good too. That's pretty wholesome. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, even though like there's like a guy trying to mow down kids, <laughs> and he's like, no, no, bah, not a tumor, not a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, is Rocky wholesome? It's not a kids movie, really. It's, but... No, but does wholesome mean a kids movie? No. Because Rocky's pretty wholesome, man, because it's all about, like, no matter where you're from or what your upbringing is or what people think about you, you can do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It's, it's a lie. <laughs> it's a fucking lie. But it's a great movie. One of my all-time Rocky favorite. fucking lied to me. <laughs> Rocky lied to me. <laughs> Fuck you, Rocky. My favorite Rocky's Rocky 3 oh. Rocky 3. Yeah. Rocky 3 is pretty damn good. Clubber Lang. <laughs> Clubber Lang. The Clubber Fuck. <laughs> yes, yeah, with the AVGN segment. Uh, thank you, Gary J. Thorne, for the question, as always. Yeah, thank you. Next up is Space Ghost Andy. Space Ghost Andy. Andy. <laughs> Andy. Where's Andy? <laughs> what the dog do? <laughs> what are your favorite albums that came out this year? Oh, God. I don't think I've listened to a single one that came out this year. I'm horrible. I know you have. Oh, oh God. Trying to remember all the albums I've listened to this year. I, keep keep people talk, uh, entertained. I think the only album I listened to that came out this year is James and the Shame, <laughs> <laughs> which is rant from Good Mythical Morning's album. So random. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, it's not as good as the singles he put out, but well, you know, you know, still good. Did the Rivers Nile come out this year? Or was that last? That year? was like last. God year. damn last it! Year, yeah. Fuck. Which uh, that's a bummer because the singer left. Fucking uh, Bjork's new album was fucking great. I listened to it. Oh god, it was really good. Yeah, is that your favorite of the year so far? I don't know if it's my favorite of the year. Then uh, I, you know, I also looked up when I read this question. I was like, Sangri Sugabog. Did that come out this year? I don't think so. It was last year. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've literally not listened to anything new. I can tell you, my least favorite album of the year is for sure. Fucking new Motion Sawat album. <laughs> that shit <can> ligma. <laughs> That's awful. I, yeah, I don't Prince think... City, man. Name some God. albums that came out this year. Maybe I'll be like, oh, I'll listen to that, actually. God. I don't think I have, though. Oh, God. I don't know. Can you search by new on, on Spotify? Spotify. I don't know, actually. Oh, uh, shit. God, I've been listening to so much old shit. Me Good too. God. I mostly just listen to podcasts when I'm driving nowadays. See, I'm so behind on podcasts, it's not even funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I listened to Pork Soda this year, which is oh, not, definitely yeah. not from this year. Oh, God. I'm terrible. I listened to Polaris. That's not from this year. It's from the 90s. <laughs> Fuck. Damn, dude. Um, I'm looking. Mr. Parker. That's my favorite album of the year. Yeah, let's go. Mr. Parker. <laughs> that's definitely uh, what I listened to the most. <laughs> I've... Last podcast. Hell <laughs> yeah, dude. Probably what I listened to most, I guess. I don't know. Oh, God. I thought you'd been listening to because then you have like a list of like albums you were listening to and shit. They're not all new. Oh. Well, you probably should have separated those a little bit. Well, I probably should have. Categorize that shit a little bit more. Organize your shit. It's like I've, I've listen, listened to a lot of shit this year, though. Oh. If I had that fucking music app, I could have went you, through them, but you, I don't have it now. What you want? What you want? Because the app's kind of dog shit. Dog shit. Dog shit. Dog shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know what the worst one of the year is. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Space Ghost Andy. Yeah. We're lame. <laughs> uh, I'll go with uh, Bjork's new album for right now. I do love Bjork. I didn't yeah. listen to it. Last up, we have Brady Hansen 7. Mm. 
Brady says, what up fellers? Over the weekend, my daughter asked me what the very first horror movie I watched was and asked if we could watch it. The movie was A Nightmare on Elm Street 3. I told her since I was only eight when I watched it, I wouldn't let her watch it too. I would let her watch it too. I was the youngest of four kids, so this was one of my favorite... One of many movies my older siblings showed me when I was too young, and it definitely had an impact on me. The scene where Freddy turns the cat kid into the marionette oh, puppet fuck. and drops him off the roof gave me nightmares for years. My question is, what movie did everyone here watch too young and spend years paying for it and what scene was most responsible of course the movie didn't scare my daughter but none, <laughs> but none of my neighbor's pets have been found swinging in a tree and turned inside <laughs> out yet so all is well as always you guys are fucking awesome <laughs> oh, fuck. we're still good we're still, we're still good we're still good it's all good oh god what movie scared me the most as a kid and left the most impact on me as a kid like I watched the the American Grudge when I was like fucking four years old or some shit mm. I should not have watched that <laughs> I was terrified of fucking just creepy dead girls for forever <laughs> fun fact when I was a when I was a child I desperately wanted to watch horror movies. Yeah. Because I loved Halloween. I loved Halloween specials. Mm. Like, I loved watching stuff like Halloween Tree. <laughs> you know, all my favorite cartoons, my favorite episodes of them was all Halloween related. Yeah. You know, all that goosebumps and shit like that. So I wanted to watch real horror, but I was too much of a pussy to do it. It took years before I could actually do it. It was Creepshow. It was the first movie I watched that, like, actually was able to, like, sit through. But um, I tried a lot of movies <laughs> and didn't make it through it. Uh, one was um, Pumpkinhead. Pum oh, boy. And the scene that got me the most in Pumpkinhead that I didn't make it through the rest of the movies for is the opening scene. <laughs> oh, God. When he's running through all the houses, and he's like, let me in. You got to help me. Yeah. He's like, I can't help you. I got to think about my family. Yeah. And uh, Pumpkinhead kills him. I ran out of the room screaming, literally, <laughs> <laughs> and had nightmares about that for uh, for a long time to come. Oh, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think of. I had a nightmare about Freddy Krueger. Before you even watched the movie, right? never saw the movie. Saw him on a cover of Fangoria <laughs> at, a, at a grocery store, and it scared me so goddamn bad. I had nightmares about it. I I, I was a, a pussy child. <laughs> I as of right now, knock on wood, have not had a nightmare about Freddy Krueger. So. That, that's a good thing. What scene got you the most in the grudge? Do you even remember? I don't remember. You're too young. It's probably probably the shower. The shower. Yeah, with the hand. The hand. Yeah. yeah. Your mom made me watch uh, Scream with her because she was too scared to. Oh yeah. 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 My mom can't do horror movies mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. When Scream come out? Uh, like ninety. Or I think it was early nineties, right? Yeah, it's early or mid nineties. Early or mid nineties. See, see, my brain is either going to ninety three or ninety five for some reason. I don't think that's right. Probably not. I was thinking later. You could be right, though. Hang on. Let's look. Let's look. Let's go Let's to look. old Letterboxd. Because we're constantly looking up shit on our phones this episode. That's fine. That means we're doing research. 96. 96. So, I was seven. You were seven. Yeah. When I watched it. And uh, yeah, it fucked me up pretty good. Yeah, I imagine. <laughs> That's probably about the time I was watching, like, you know, Pumpkinhead. Uh, as a kid, Texas Chainsaw fucked me up a little bit. Yeah, Chainsaw. Even like, like even after I saw Creepshow and started becoming yeah, yeah, the horror fan I am today. Like Chainsaw, I remember like the way our house is set up. The kitchen is like a direct line to the living room. Yeah, like it's just like whew, right through. Like there's no wall or nothing separating them. Yeah, 
and you can see the TV. And I would sit in the kitchen and watch <laughs> Evil Dead and take the chainsaw because I thought the further I <laughs> went to my mic, uh, the further I was away from the TV, the safer I was. Yeah, from it. So <laughs> that was my logic. I'd also read a book, and if it made me sad, I'd put it in the refrigerator. <laughs> yeah. Holy Jesus! <laughs> what, what? No, hang on. <laughs> wait, 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 go back. Yeah. What, what do you mean you put it in the fucking refrigerator? <laughs> put it in the refrigerator. I was reading Outsiders. Okay. And it made me cry, and I put it in the refrigerator. Now, John, <laughs> why are you putting goddamn books in the refrigerator? <laughs> I don't know, man. I was a kid. What do you want from me? That's the worst thing you could do to a book, for one. <laughs> Two, <laughs> what's the logic behind that? I don't know. I think I saw it on an episode. Freeze of, the book. I think I saw it on an episode of Friends. <laughs> it made sense to me. It's like, this book hurt me. <laughs> put, in the, put in the fridge. Yeah. I also oh my uh, begged my sisters while my parents were on vacation to let me watch uh, <laughs> Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. And it starts, and when the Crypt Keeper popped out, I screamed, <laughs> please, God, turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, I was like eight-ish, eight, nine, I think, and I watched back-to-back uh, House Thousand Corpses. <laughs> That's awesome. And um, Texas Chainsaw. Mm. That You're like, did I watch the same movie? Yeah, that, that <laughs> if it did pop up, but I was like, oh my god, uh, oh god! I mean, like you're you're acting like, oh man, you did some weird shit, right? You put a book in a refrigerator. I ate washing powders. That shows. <laughs> I ate a handful of washing powders. Why? I was like, hey mom, I ate that white shit in the laundry room, and she's like, oh god, <laughs> oh god, call poison control. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I was a weird kid too. I ate toothpaste one time too. <laughs> that that call poison control. God damn it. <laughs> How much did you eat of the toothpaste? Uh, the whole thing. No, you didn't. <laughs> it was like one of those little sampler dudes. <laughs> <laughs> I ate the whole goddamn thing. What the fuck? I don't know, man. I was a weird kid. I had multiple personalities as a kid. Like, shoot. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Really? I had versions of myself. Like, my imaginary friends were all just me, but different versions. He's like, this is happy John. This is sad John. John. This is evil John. John, it's not for therapy. <laughs> I've been to therapy, damn it. <laughs> you gotta go back. <laughs> I don't do it now. <laughs> when I was a kid, those were my imaginary friends, all versions of me. I remember different personality traits. Uh, as a kid, my brother, who, by the way, is now married and living by himself and whatnot, so good good, good on him, of course. Love, I love my brother. He poked <laughs> me in the eye with a fishing pole. That's awesome. I remember Sprayed that. my eyes full of mean green. <laughs> yeah. And at one point, uh, we definitely had a big-ass box fan that we just sprayed a whole can of, like, fucking, like, cologne into. <laughs> and it got we got covered in it. And we had to get poison control all the, on this then. Uh, I don't think about all the weird shit I did as a kid. I definitely did weird shit. I didn't put books in the refrigerator, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's sticking with me. But it took me more than the like multiple personality thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand where it's coming from. I don't know, man. I can't tell you. Um, I don't know. I can't think of all the weird shit I did as a kid. But yeah, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure you've got stories of what I did as a kid that was fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, you mean us for Rikishi. Yeah, throw a rikishi uh, figure at your uh, dick and balls. That was not a pleasant day. No. 
anyways, <laughs> thank you, Brady Hanson Seven. That's going to wrap up the listener questions. We yes. appreciate each and every single one of y'all for sending us questions. You're all great. And if you want to join these lovely individuals, you sure can. All you got to do is to send us a message on sickoncinema at gmail.com. Yes. Or wait till the week of the episode. We are a bi-weekly podcast, and you can wait till the week of the episode and post in the question below. Yes. Don't put books in the fucking refrigerator. Fuck you, all right? (laughs) We're going to take a short break. You're going to enjoy some kind of movie trailer from a bygone era. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, we'll be back here on Shick on Cinema, and we'll talk to Tim Ritter. Tim Ritter. I'm sick on cinema. Only the sweet ones, only the young ones will do. Silence is the sound of madness. Kidnapped from reality. Hi. Schoolgirls in chains. Imprisoned in a cellar of terror. We're being used as toys or playmates. Subjected to the twisted and tormented needs of two insane brothers. Die to the door, Jim. Sexual fantasies become the nightmares of reality as they feed their insatiable appetite. How long are you going to keep us here? I don't know! What are they going to do with us? You'll see. Where do you meet Mama? A madhouse. Yet in these rooms, still another lives and waits. Abducted, violated, and the worst was yet to come. Schoolgirls in chains. All right. <laughs> We're back. All right. <laughs> you all right? Yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> We're back to talk about... That wasn't English. Let me nope. try that again. We're back to talk about the legendary... Floridian God. Yes. That is Tim Ritter. Yes, and he is friends with one of John's absolute favorite directors. Yeah, he actually, uh, one of my favorite directors is in a movie of his. Yeah. Which is a sequel to one of the movies we're covering. Yeah. Yeah. It's all serendipitous like that. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Look, man. Every time I ever went on a Donald Farmer rant, (laughs) I never shed on him as a person. No. I said he may be the most lovely human being that's ever lived. Yeah. But I ain't ever seen a goddamn movie of his I ever wanted to watch again. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen anything by Donald Farmer, and uh, you're you and the Herschel's feud over Donald Farmer can continue. There's no feud. There's no, <laughs> there's no bad blood here. I love Herschel. <laughs> I'm happy that he got the interview on Donald Farmer. That's really cool. I, I just think it's funny to think that you guys have this like interview to be like you Donald Farmer loving son of a bitch. There's no heat over Donald Farmer. No, 
Now, Alien Beast, <laughs> that's a different oh story. Boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to take a seat in the back for this one. I saw his review of uh, Alien Beast on Letterboxd and my knees shuddered. <laughs> <laughs> Took the heat off Spooky's August Underground review. <laughs> Spooky's like, whew. whew. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We love those boys. Oh, yeah. But anyways, Tim Ritter. Yes. I first discovered Tim Ritter through many, like many things on the show, Mr. Parker. Yeah. He did like a week review series of Tim Ritter at one point. Or maybe it was over Jolty Weinkoop. One of the two. And uh, he reviewed like Truth or Dare and shit like that. And mm. just, I don't know, he just sounded great. And many years later, I finally hunted down Truth or Dare through SRS and mm-hmm. set through nine million fuck fucking trailers. Did you even skip them? I think you can. But like, okay. but when you're sitting there watching it, you don't expect it to be that many. No, it was like 13, like no joke. It was, like, it was probably more than that, man. You think it was it, more than that? It probably no. was. It just kept going. I ain't gonna lie, some of them looked like dog shit too, but... Yeah. But, uh, anyways, <laughs> enough about it, that. Yeah. You know, finally watched Truth or Dare and, you know, been a fan ever since. Mm-hmm. I, uh, you, me, you, and I think Amanda mm-hmm. watched Killing Spree. Yes. I completely forgot about this movie. Yeah, I kept telling you you've seen it, but you weren't listening to me. Well, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know if I've seen this or not. And then you watch it and you're like, ah. I was like, no, you're not listening. You're not listening. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? Stop! <laughs> You're not losing it. Um, and then I watched uh, Killing Spree again for, of course, for this episode here, and uh, I fucking uh, liked it a lot. So yeah, we'll get and, into that. Yeah, we'll get into that. But first, we're gonna get into 1986. Is that what you got? Because sometimes it differs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the not shot on video. No. Which is a common misconception that I even I made at one point. Yeah, I I thought it was shot on video as well. But watching it, it's kind of obvious it's not. I mean, I think it, you said it was edited on tape. I don't know that for certain. I just assumed maybe. Okay. Shit, who knows? There may be a great print of Truth or Dare out there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, it'd be kind of cool. Was, I, th- I think SRS has a Blu-ray. Do they? It. Yeah, I think it's a Blu-ray of... Uh, like all five of them or something like that. Oh shit, that's kind of cool. Which I did not realize there's five of them. Yeah, there is like five of them. It's like Wicked Games, Twisted Illusions, yeah, something like that. I think. But anyways, this is Truth or Dare: A Critical Madness. <laughs> yes. Um, critical madness. madness. Now before we, he's bowing. <laughs> We're getting into this. I am sweating so much. It's not even funny. You just love Tim Ritter so much, man. Yeah. Pores are just coming open. (laughs) (laughs) My pores are just drenched, drenching this fucking chair. So, truth or dare, Taylor Stell does. I might be able to talk tonight. John's uh, talking in reverse. I am. You just got to play it backwards. Truth or Dale tells the story of Mike Strauber. Mike Strauber. An average American man (laughs) whose life was perfect. This movie does look like uh, uh, Unsolved Mysteries in the way way, the film (laughs) itself looks. An average American man whose life was perfect. Until it wasn't. <laughs> Negative filter. <laughs> who's, you know, he's married to a woman who he's very much in love with, but mm. one day he discovers is cheating on him. Damn. Yep. So he, he you know, of course he goes crazy, mm. tries to kill him. Yep. Goes to uh, mental asylum multiple times. Goes to mental asylum, escapes the mental asylum, <laughs> gets found in the woods. Yeah. Goes back to the mental asylum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, becomes obsessed with Truth or Dare, the game. Yes. From his childhood, uh, where he uh, 
an imaginary person tells him to dares him to cut his face off, so he does. <laughs> now I, I got to ask the question: that was it uh, was a good John or evil John? <laughs> mm, you know, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry, I busted your balls. But he quit. So he uh, he creates a uh, copper mask. Yes. In. Uh, Arts and craft. Is it? Is does he make it, or do they make it for him? He makes it. Okay, I do not. I do not remember that detail. He once again escapes the mental institution, mm-hmm. and goes on a fucking mass murdering rampage. Was on a killing spree. Yeah, mm-hmm. wrong movie, but yes. Yeah, well, yes. <laughs> There's little references throughout all of these movies to other. Yeah, uh, Tim Ritter joints. Yeah, they, they, there's a lot of callbacks and stuff, which is really oh, yeah. cool. So yeah, that's Truth or Dare, Critical Madness. What'd you think? I thought this movie was really fun. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it like there's definitely moments of like mean spirited mm-hmm. type nature. To uh, it has uh, some brutal. That's moments not fucking proper English. Mean spirited type nature. Mean spirited type nature to it. <laughs> this movie's got that mean spirited witchcraft nature. <laughs> it should be burnt. Oh man, I know we're oh, talking no. truth today, but I got to tell you a story real quick. Okay, go for it. This lady came to my work. God bless her. No, oh, no. Let's start. You know, that's the southern thing that you know that you better talk shit. Yeah, as soon as you hear a southern person go, God bless them. <laughs> it's about to be shit talk city. Was like I, I was looking for some four oh nine. Which is like a cleaner, right? Okay. She's like, it's good for killing bugs, but it's also good to get witchcraft off you. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, my this person came over and you know said that she hoped something bad happened to my mouth, and now I've got an abscessed tooth, so I got to get this witchcraft off me. <laughs> this is a shoe conversation that happened something, at my store. Something bad. It seems, it seems like something that like, <laughs> some of the directors we would cover would write. Which oh, that's something bad happens to your yeah, mouth. No, something bad happens to your mouth. Now I got an abscessed tooth. Then I was thinking, it's like, what's she gonna do? Shoot her mouth with four oh nine? Like she's trying to get the witchcraft off her. <laughs> but anyways, back to critical madness. Sorry, it's fucking insanity. Yeah. But um, it does feel like a line from well, a line from a Giuseppe Andrews movie. It kind of does. Yeah, <laughs> I started thinking of a director. Yeah. I was like, Giuseppe Andrews is the is the one that fits. Yeah. Anyway, back to truth or dare. Yeah. Yeah. This movie's really fun. It has a mean spirited nature to it. Top nature. Yeah, Top nature it does. to it. Uh, but it's also got plays on dark comedy, which. Uh, Tim Ritter does a lot. Yeah, it's very silly at points while yeah. still being like dark. Yeah. Like for instance, the uh, the truth or dare sequence in the mental institution is pretty gnarly. Yeah. But then you have to think about it, like, oh, it's people aren't really there. Yeah. Which one of them's our boy from our next movie? Uh, yeah. Old, uh, it's best is felt. It's <laughs> a fucking amazing <laughs> screen name. Which he puts a grenade in his mouth and has him hold it, which yeah. is you know fun. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, but once once old Mike Strauber escapes from the mental institution, I believe for the second time, <laughs> second time, yeah. possibly third, and goes on that uh, on his like mass murdering spree. Yeah, it, it gets crazy. Yeah, and and surrealistic, which I do like a lot because like there's a whole aspect of this movie where it's like it plays on reality a lot. Yeah, because yeah. he begins to envision people. Yeah. So it's a, it's a good possibility that some of these victims of his are not even real people. Yeah, or if any of this is happening. So at one point, like, he fucking pulls out weapons like a Grand Theft Auto character. Dude, yeah, like, he has, like, ARs and AKs. A mace. Yeah, nunchucks. Yeah, fuck. He, <laughs> he got nunchuck. He got nunchuck. Like, and you're just like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Like, this is so bizarre. I just realized this has been a wrestling reference heavy episode. I am been. so sorry. Yeah, I apologize. <laughs> we can't help it. We can't help it. It's our bloods and our balls. 
Yeah, like it becomes like the movie like has this weird like surrealistic aspect yeah. to it because you're like, did he ever escape the mental institution? Is he dead? Yeah, you know, like because like a lot of these things like they're played dead straight. Yeah, but then you're like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, uh, like how is he pulling a fucking mace out of like his back pocket? Then hitting or, a guy in the face with it. Yeah, where's he getting all these? Yeah, weapons? like how's he just having AR-15? Like where'd he get this? And then he has a fucking AK later too. Yeah, like where'd he get? That? That. Yeah, where do you get all this shit? <laughs> He's just mowing people down, hitting people with cars at one point. Mm-hmm. Like he just like uh, <laughs> the scene that always like stayed in my head the most was him just pulling up these people at this bus stop. Yeah, getting out with his AK forty seven and just and just mowing them and down, just shooting them. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, is what happening? the fuck? And then you have like this bumbling, like the most bumbling of bumbling cops you've ever seen. The last house on the left, cops. You better watch the fuck yeah, out. Move over, boys. <laughs> you have you the- got Gallagher looking ass. <laughs> ready to smash some watermelons and fail at his job. <laughs> I also think about the guy who does the uh, the hand boning. The hand boning, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> this man yeah. burns a man alive. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's a motherfucker. Okay, he's like, I know some bitch is in there. And just goes firing away. He, he just goes shooting at this fucking, uh, it's like an outhouse fucking thing. <laughs> it's it, like we, a shed. It's a shed, yeah. yeah. And then he's like, ah, fuck it. And he sets the thing on fire and burns a homeless man to death. <laughs> My God. This movie's insane. It's yes. so insane. And like, there's like car stunts. I'm like, how did they pull that How'd off? How'd they get away with that, too? Because yeah. it's like, you know, like, you know, they didn't have permits. No. They didn't get permission from nobody to do this shit. They just did it. And I'm, we talk about car stunts. We're not just talking about like, you know, cars bumping into one another. We're talking about exploding cars. Exploding cars, like doing donuts and like yeah. running each other off the road. Which I imagine the budget in this movie was not huge. No, definitely not. For sure not. Which I imagine all, you know, all of Tim Ridder stuff doesn't have a big budget or anything. Like That's that. what I love oh. the most about Tim Rogers. You can tell this dude is just passionate about oh movies. Oh my god, yeah. Like, he just wants to make fucking movies. Yeah, and he also, like, he's one of those directors who wears a lot of his influences on his sleeve, mm-hmm. but doesn't show that sleeve too much. Yeah. It's like, later on, we'll talk about Dirty Cop No Donut. It's similar to even, like, a Man Bites Dog. For sure, yeah. Where this movie is, like, of course, your slasher type uh, movie. Sort of. S- sort of, yeah. This movie's hard to categorize, really. It's a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's about all you can categorize it as. Because, like, it does, like, at first kind of start out as your typical 80s, especially, like, in the realm, even though this is not shot on video, but yeah. in the realm of shot on video, like, oh, cheats on him, his wife cheats on him. Yeah. You know, now he's disturbed, you know. But yeah. then, like, once he gets that mask and once he gets out of jail, all bets are off. This movie oh, just yeah. goes ape fucking shit. Dude. Awesome. Like, this movie, like, this is a reference to the people who've seen this fucking movie. If, it's like if La- Las Vegas Bloodbath was good, actually. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, I love Las Vegas Bloodbath. It's fucking like it's one of the most insane movies I've ever seen. But this is definitely if that movie was actually good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It, it's so strange. And like, I actually really like the guy who played Mike Strauber's performance. Like, he's very over the top. Oh yeah. But then like once he pulls the puts the mask on, he becomes very reserved. Yeah. But also very intimidating still. Yes. Um, which is really fun. Which you know he's definitely like with that mask on and like the coveralls. He's yeah. Wearing. He's very Michael Myers. Yes. You know, esque, uh, but with guns. Yeah, with guns and maces <laughs> and axes and fucking. All kinds of weird shit. Probably had a C4 at one point or uh, something dude, like that. F- fucking wild shit. It's man. insane. Uh, the mask is actually kind of genuinely creepy. It's really cool, except for like one point. 
And he's you can see him breathing, breathing yeah. in it, and it's like collapsing. And you can clearly tell it's like yeah. paper mache. Oh yeah, it's like paper mache or like a rubber type thing. It's cool looking. Though. I do like oh, the mask yeah. a lot. I'd like a like someone like Trick or Treat Studios to do a replica of it. Yeah, that'd be sick. It's like when I was doing the, like the post the teaser for this, and I used that image. I was like, holy shit, that mask is kind of kind of eerie looking. Yeah, it's just very stoic. Like I said, I think he's going for like the Michael Myers esque. Yeah, which I think this movie in a way is kind of a parody on that style. Yeah, like the nameless, faceless killer you know what i mean the uh the shape yeah killer yeah because like you know it's just eyes and a frown yeah yeah (laughs) the mask reminds me of a of course much later movie but um uh snuff it oh yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. the the, uh that can be kind of a spoiler but the frog mask the frog mask yeah yeah Yeah, i get that that's really cool um yeah, I don't know, man. It's just a fun fucking movie. Oh, yeah, it's dude. such a good time. Like that's what you're gonna get with Tim Ritter's movies. Is you're gonna get a good time mm-hmm. regardless of the scenarios. Like even like again, we'll talk about it later, but Dirty Cop No Donut, like it's got dark moments in it, but the the performances are so over the top and so f- just out there and fun. Yeah, Tim Ritter balances that styles very well. Yeah. Between like genuinely dark and disturbing and very funny. Yeah. You know, it never feels out of place yeah like it all it's always very seamless oh de- definitely um yeah I, I really enjoyed this movie i did um, too yeah um yeah yeah it, it's cool kills fun. oh yeah There's some great moments you know funny shit the like, cops are amazing it's like i say yeah too much yeah 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 i mean but, uh <laughs> God, dude, sorry guys but yeah um now, now I'm saying yeah. Now I'm gonna be conscious of myself saying yeah. I know. I'm sorry, but anyways, <laughs> anyway, anywho, yeah, yeah. Damn it, man! <laughs> what you've done to me? <laughs> you stun locked me. <laughs> I don't know what to do now. Look, I, uh, okay. Let, let, let oh, me explain. We're in trouble. We're in trouble. How are we gonna get out of this? I don't know. Let me explain. I, I kept hearing myself going, yeah. And I was like, does I say that too much? And then I, then I was like, should I say something about me saying, saying it too much? And now I've fucked us both up, and I'm sorry. My biggest problem with the movie, and we go that way, okay, is kind of the ending. Yeah, the end. super anticlimactic and confusing. Yeah. Like, how did he get to this person without spoiling anything? Yeah. In particular. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. You know, how did he get to this person in particular? doesn't make sense how did this happen how did this person survive this <laughs> you know you're just like oh that it's kind it's kind of repetitive at times because it's it like does. oh he's out of the asylum he's back, back in the asylum he's yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. but he's i think in. that's kind of funny oh yeah like i said like when you kind of look at it like um as a almost like a not a parody but like a like a play on like the halloween for instance you know fucking he gets out of the goddamn mental institution and goes crazy well this one he goes back and then he gets out then he goes back you know yeah, like yeah. Yeah, i don't know it's, i think it's really funny yeah it, it is really funny yeah, i'm just gonna ignore the fact that i keep saying yeah that's fine just ignore it just I, ignore I'm, I'm it trying. i'm just trying. ignore it i don't know why <laughs> we I won't make this. we won't make it to this episode if you don't just ignore it the episode will be postponed if we do it <laughs> <laughs> but yeah <laughs> This is the worst episode ever. <laughs> oh, I, had to, I had to get that in there. Oh. Anyway. Anywho. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, Truth or dare. Yeah, it's really fun. It's a great movie. Love it. Oh, God. I, I ruined this episode. Chef's kiss. <laughs> I literally just ended here. The, movie, the episode's over. <laughs> <laughs>
We got two more movies to get to, and I fucked the episode up completely. <laughs> derailed the shit out of us. Oh, God. Yeah, Truth or Dare is great. Oh, my God. Genuinely, I really love that movie. Yeah. Next up is uh, from 1987, just a year later. And I was wrong. Truth or Dare was not the first Tim Reader movie I ever watched. Oh, really? Yes. When I, when I thought about it, I was like, no, that makes no sense at all, because I, had, I watched the Camp Motion Pictures DVD mm. release of... Killing spree. Yeah. Which again, I thought was shot on video. It's not. It's not. <laughs> and apparently, uh, was, is it Terror Vision? Terror Vision. Yeah, they did a Vinegar Syndrome, you know, their special part of the edition, edit, yeah. yeah. Under that umbrella. Yeah. They did a release of this, and I, as soon as I watched this during the sale, I or, the uh, Black Friday sale, I ordered this motherfucker because yeah. this movie's so fun. Uh, yeah. Um, fucking. Terrorvision is on a roll right now. Oh yeah, like, they got some wild <laughs> shit coming out. <laughs> They've got the Linnea Quigley fucking. They do the Linnea- <laughs> and uh fucking Killer Refrigerator. Oh, Attack of the Killer Refrigerator. Yeah, which I'm like, fuck, dude, like this is sick. I was actually looking for that movie uh, not too long ago. Yeah, so. I actually found it on online. I'm not gonna yeah. say where because you know it's coming out. Yeah, yeah. fuck, fuck you, you bootlegged bastard. <laughs> Wow. Anyways. Holy <laughs> Jesus. Killing Spree, we have Tim and Lisa. This episode's so fucked up. It's okay. so fucked up. <laughs> All right. Tim and Lisa, the Ruzos. The, the, the what now? The Ruzos. Ruzos? R U S S O. The Russos? Is that how you pronounce that? <sighs> That's all I can think about is the Russos. Okay. The Russos. What? Uh, all I can think about is fucking Vince Russo. <laughs> Sorry, non-wrestling fans. Fuck you, Vince Russo, you son of a bitch. Tim <laughs> is a uh, hard-working, all, you know, kind of middle-class yeah. American male. Blue-collar, if yeah. you will. A little overbearing. A little bit. A little jealous of he, his wife. He got uh, cheated on. Yes, in which a previous t- who hurt you, Tim Ritter? Yeah, that's a, uh, yeah. I, I wrote that in my notes. I was like, who the fuck hurt Tim Ritter? Because he did two movies about cheating. Yeah, I'm sure there's more he's done too. <laughs> so yeah, he loves Lisa. Yeah, but he's a jealous man. Mm. He's concerned that Lisa's gonna go and cheat on him, just like his ex-wife did. So mm. he doesn't like her to work. Wants her to stay home, which that doesn't make sense. Like, wouldn't she be more apropos to like cheat, cheat? Because you're going to get bored, but whatever. You know, I guess if and Lisa is a good person, you know, mm. or at least we think she is. Yeah. Uh, you know, everything's good. So, mm. anyways, Tim one day discovers a little black book. Hmm. In that black book. It's like, it's like, a, it's like a notebook, right? It's like a diary. Yeah. And that's what it is. Or at least that's what he thinks it is. He thinks it's his wife detailing all the times that she's cheating on him. Yes. Every time she's getting dicked down by another man. But. (laughs) We don't want to spoil anything. Okay. Yeah. So, as he's reading this, his rage builds. And can we just say, Asbestos Felt. Asbestos Felt. Which is like, what a name. What a a name. What a name, bro. What What a a name. name. His performance oh, so is funny. so fun, man. It's so good. But he discovers this black notebook. He reads it. He's taking a pay cut at work. He's having to get a second job, and he just can't take it anymore. And he goes on. A, a killing, killing spree. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, this movie's fucking... It's a blast, dude. Oh, my God. I had such a good time watching this. I mean, it's super, super formulaic. Yeah. Up until the end, where it goes off the rails. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> but like it doesn't matter because that format is fun. He finds the notebook, hmm. reads it. Every time he reads it, they do creep show lighting, which is fucking great. Oh, it's so good. And yeah. also, there's some surreal, like very surreal imagery in this. Yes, yes. There's a dream sequence in particular that I thought was really fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so good. It's like oh, your wife's good at giving me head, and then just this gigantic lips, lips. Yeah, I mean his literal head. There's a great moment too where he's like, as Vestas Feltz, like, you know, you, you, you dirty old man getting two in one day. So I got your girl to give me some head too. <laughs> he lifts her fucking head up. Which, you know, the head's eyes move. Like, it's yeah. not the best looking fake head you've ever yeah. seen, but like the eyes are moving, the mouth is moving and shit. I actually don't notice the eyes move. Yeah, yeah, it's That's really fucking sick. cool. Um, yeah, um, <laughs> it's fucking like it's such a crazy movie. Like the movie's based solely upon the kills. Yeah, like it's like you got these set pieces. God damn it! Sorry, I'm gonna choke you. <laughs> you have to stop. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're gonna get killed. <laughs> I'm gonna die on air. <laughs> this is audio proof of my death. <laughs> the fucking the movie's based around the kills, right? Mm. Like you got the this very simple setup, but the kills and the set pieces are always good because they're so elaborate and they're so over the top, and at times almost like kind of saw esque. Yeah, like he takes like machetes and takes the handles off and like attaches them to the ceiling fan so he can stick somebody up into the ceiling fan and <laughs> that shit like that. That seems so funny too because the guy comes in and is like, never seen a ceiling fan like that before. That's a weird looking ceiling fan. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd be like. Wait a minute. <laughs> and works? then I'm like sitting there, I'm like, I don't think that would work, but no. I'll go with it. You know, it's still good. It'll definitely cut you. Yeah. And then, like, the fucking, my favorite kill in the whole movie is the claw hammer to the jaw. Oh, my God. It's so good. It rips the jaw off and shit. And that scene's so funny, too. Yeah. She's like, can you kill my husband? <laughs> I won't tell nobody if you take that old bastard out. <laughs> it's like, you know, like, Asbestos Felt or Tim. Yeah. Or Tom, actually. Not Tim. Tom. Is it, is it Tom? Tom. Okay. Tim is Tim Ritter. <laughs> yeah, Tim Ritter. <laughs> you know, he, he feels like he has this morale, like, this higher ground almost. Yeah. When he's murdering people. <laughs> but he's like, I'm in the rido. Yeah. I'm doing this for good. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I can't kill my wife. I love her. Yeah. But I'm going to kill the men she fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, this is like, I don't know if it's the first time that uh, Tim Ritter worked with the legendary... Joel D. Winecoop. Oh, boy. But it's his first appearance on this episode. Yeah. And fuck, he's amazing, this movie. He has a cameo in this, pretty much. Yeah. He's one of the, he's one of the, quote unquote, lovers. Yeah. And, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> he's just so ridiculous. It's like, oh, fuck. He's like, I'm a judo expert. Yeah, I got a black belt in judo. You know, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. And him and uh, Tom start fighting each other and he like spin kicks him in the chest and he's like that's my judo skills <laughs> and then he cracks fucking uh, 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 uh over the head I was, I was trying to think of his character name but I was like I don't think he, he has a he's name. just a TV repairman yeah TV repairman I don't think the, the guys other than like the friend Ben yeah. has any like character names of just what they are <laughs> that guy's fucking great too oh my god he's very funny we're yeah. like dating an 18 year old or something yeah. like that. he's like she just turned 18 yeah last week last <laughs> week and he's like you dirty old man <laughs> my best friend Tom is a pervert <laughs> get out of here Ben you big ass <laughs> you big ass <laughs> I have some like quotes from this movie written down oh yeah Get out of my house before I throw you out, big ass. <laughs> I 
<laughs> That's one of my favorites, dude. <laughs> you screw my wife, I'll screwdrive your head. Yes. <laughs> so good. Oh, my God. That's something uh, uh, Tim Ritter's able to do very well, too, is write very memorable dialogue. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite characters in the movie is the fucking uh, surfing lawnmower man. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's just so ridiculous and in like, the best way human possible. He's like, hey, you know, sorry I miss, sorry I'm late. The waves are just real gnarly today. You know, I had to catch them. <laughs> I said I gotta catch him, and like the 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 whole like motivation for why the wife keeps sleeping with all these guys is because they don't, you know, Tom had to take a pay cut so they don't have money to pay for all this shit. Yeah. So it's like oh, I can't pay for the lawnmower, and so I'll screw the lawnmower guy. You know, like it's shit. so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous, and like you know, minor spoiler, but it does take a very supernatural turn at the end of the movie, mm. and that's fucking cool too because all the like really cool. uh, you know all the returned, if you will, yeah, uh, look fucking awesome. It's it's so cool and it has kind of a dark ending a little bit yeah you know but uh yeah i don't know this movie is just so much fucking fun oh my god i highly recommend uh everyone everyone who like was listening to us talk about this fucking movie and it's like that sounds fun go fucking get this whole get this movie entry of the day of course yeah and if you can find dirty cop as well because yeah. i think it's sad of print i think it is but like terror vision has a blu-ray out of mm-hmm. it i think srs also has a release of it as well yeah so you know there's ways of finding killing spree for sure oh yeah and it's so fucking fun man yeah my only problem with it is that it's a bit repetitive yeah and that it drags just a little bit i think it's the biggest problem with uh, tim ritter's movies is, is uh, they are a bit repetitive mm-hmm. but i don't know if that necessarily hurts in these movies at all not not to a point where i would say it's bad at all it's mm-hmm. just that is like you know there are times i was watching killing spray i was like all right i'm kind of ready for it to be over yeah because there's like moments in it where they kind of drag things out a little bit too much mm-hmm. for instance like which i thought was cool is tom's like oh the new fangoria mm-hmm. or something like is this like a, a movie like an advertisement for fangoria <laughs> times? and he like opens it up in the back covers truth or dare which i thought was really sick yeah. but then he like sits there and looks at it for a little bit <laughs> A little too long. You're just like, we could have cut that down yeah, a little, little bit. bit. <laughs> just cut it a little bit. Stuff like that. Like, there's like time where he's like talking to, um, oh, was it Stewmaster? Stewmaster. You know, and that goes on a little bit too long as well. Bit. You know, but other than that, I think the movie's fucking you know aces. It, oh yeah, it's, it's so fun. I love the movie so much. Asbestos felt. Asbestos felt. I don't know where Asbestos felt is nowadays. If he's still with us, dude. Someone needs to find him and have him do a convention. Oh my god, yeah. If he's still with us, Asbestos felt needs to be fucking found. There's my bright side notes in the middle of this. <laughs> oh hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. Last but certainly <laughs> not least, no, is uh, the Joel D. Winecoop vehicle. Yes, from uh, 1999. 99? 99 is what it says. Jesus yeah. Christ, I didn't realize it was that late. Yeah. This is Dirty Cop, No Donut. Joel D. Winecoop is a goddamn madman. <laughs> and this movie just proves that. Yeah, I Holy mean. Holy shit. If you don't know who Joel D. Winecoop is, the man is a legend amongst Floridian actors. Yeah. Like, he is a regional acting icon. Although I think he has made his way into my heart <laughs> as oh, just yeah. a legend in general, you know, if you've seen him in this, you've probably you might have seen him in Rot, Marcus mm-hmm. Cook's movie, um, which he plays a mad scientist in <laughs> such a fucking great role. <laughs> I, I need to rewatch Rot. It's been way too long. And uh, like I said, he's the TV repair man in uh, Killing Spree, and this is his like to me his magnum opus as an actor. 
Um, oh, he plays no. Officer Friendly. Which he has a uh, a real name too. Gus something. It's Gus something. I mean, I guess I could pull it up, but he's Officer Friendly to me. Officer Friendly, yeah. yeah. And Officer Friendly is an asshole. He is a piece of garbage. He is what you would call dirty cop. He's a dirty cop, but he does have a donut in this movie. He does have a donut. Who, much like Tom in Killing Spree, has this like weird moral parameter mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, he is technically going after bad people. I mean, some of them to an extent. Almost everybody that he like encounters in this movie is technically committing a crime. And some are real pieces of shit. Right. Uh, one's a rapist. Yeah. 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 One is a, uh, a, p- a pedo. Yeah. And, um, but like one of them is like drunk driving, which I know is not good. No, of it's really bad. You should not do that, of course. But it's like, I don't know. I feel like there's definitely a difference between those two things. Yeah. But the thing about Officer Friendly is that Officer Friendly is, um, very extreme. Yeah. In his methods of taking care of criminals. And he also is just a piece of shit in his own right, but he doesn't see that he's a piece of shit. He thinks he's cleaning the streets of scum, but in reality, he's He's scum himself as he, like, steals drugs from a drug dealer to sell, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and, and stealing from people. You know, at local fucking gas stations and shit like that, because he's the law. He's the law, and, and you should respect him. God, when he when he goes into the pawn shop, he's like, "You can buy a cup of coke." Yeah. Hey, bet, 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 bet you buy a cup of candy bar, and he buys him Fritos. Fritos. He does that a couple times. He gets Fritos a couple times in this movie. Which again, when I when I say this, I don't want to judge anyone no. that does do this. But who who whose first choice with chips is Fritos? I know some people actually. Really? One of my coworkers is a big Frito person. Fritos are fun. Fritos are great and chili. Yes, love Fritos and chili. Fritos are great and chili, um, and I like barbecue Fritos. I'm not a fan of barbecue Fritos. No? No. What about the Twisted Honey ones? <sighs> really? Okay. I'd, I'd prefer to just eat the original. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm not you a fan freak? Of... <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I don't... Like, you, you described it when we were watching it, because we've had, a, we've had a habit of watching these together, actually. Yeah. Sometimes it's just easier that way. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah, scheduling. Yeah. Shit, trying to get us to... That's why these <laughs> all been late recently. Yeah. You know? Work's been a pain in the ass yep. to both of us. Yep. And uh, we also have a lot of stuff coming up. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I had a point with the fucking Fritos. Yeah. But, okay, anyway, back to fucking Fritos. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> uh, Fritos are not the first choice. No. And this motherfucker is just eating them by, like, the bag full. Yeah. I'm just like, well, this is, it's so it's such a fucking weird choice. Yeah. Fucking like, but so, anyways, the movie basically is Tim Ritter. <laughs> I've derailed this whole show, and I'm sorry. You're good. <laughs> you should replace me. <laughs> <laughs> you keep fucking bringing it up, I'm not. <laughs> Just talk about the goddamn movie. I didn't even bring up the yeah thing. Tim Ritter, uh, basically is the man behind the camera, mm-hmm. and we follow a knot on this cop's beat, right? And uh, all the shenanigans he gets into. Yeah. That's Dirty Cop No Donut. There is a twist, but we ain't gonna spoil it. No. 
holy shit, this movie is fucking insane. Yeah, and, and like the movie like breaks into like two parts, right? Where it's like there is him interacting with some kind of criminal, and then there's parts where he's just kind of monologuing to the camera. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think both parts are fucking great because Julie Winecoop is amazing he, in this he, role. He he sells everything so well too. Like, there's definitely a point where he does say something that we probably should should not talk about really, but it's so funny though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Drops a box and has a flower in it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's terrible, but at the it's same time, terrible. very funny. Yeah. Uh, that same scene where he's like, uh, he like farts like, sorry, I just had to let that one go. I just had to let that one go. And of course, my favorite line in cinema history, they're like, what's your badge number? My badge number is eat my ass. <laughs> eat my ass. It's not even a number in it. He says boy. <laughs> a lot. So many times in this movie. What are you doing, boy? What are you doing, boy? You got, you got paperwork for these, boy? <laughs> you got paperwork, boy? Buy a cop of coke, boy. <laughs> Buy a cop of coke. Huh? What are you doing, boy? <laughs> it's it's like an episode of Cops Gone Absolutely Wrong. And I mean, that's what this movie is. Oh, like, yeah. if Truth or Dare is sort of a play on Michael Myers mm-hmm. and Halloween, the franchise slasher, then I think that Dirty Cop No Donut is 1,000% a play on Cops. Yeah. The show Cops. You know what I mean? Well, definitely. And, like, what if... The cop you followed was a psychopath. <laughs> and the movie can flop between, like, genuinely really funny and dumb to pretty and, fucked up. Pretty intense at times, too. There's a few scenes in the movie that are genuinely really, really intense. And uh, Joel, uh, Joel D. Winecoop, mm-hmm. or just Joel. <laughs> call him, just call him Joel instead of the full name. This Mr. Time. Winecoop. Mr. Winecoop, yeah. <laughs> That's He's Mr. Winecoop to you. Mr. Winecoop to you, boy. <laughs> he sells both so well. Yeah, dude. he can flip on a dime. It's it's so good. He can go from just being manic and like burping. Yeah, he burps so much, dude. To just like really uncomfortable real right. quick. You know, like there's great parts where like, you know, we talked about the, you know, my badge numbers eat my ass. Yeah. You know. As, there's also the... Um, uh, the fucking like scenes where it's like three minutes later. Yes, that's what I was getting at, and like oh, okay. those where it's like he's like, you know, you're trying to seduce me, woman. When he's talking to a <laughs> prostitute, you know, like I ain't having. I'm arresting you. And it's like three minutes later. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it was the party. He was like, there's underage drinking and drugs. I got to throw you all in jail. Three minutes later. Bro, I got some of this cocaine. I got some of this cocaine. Boy, are you trying to store all that back there? <laughs> but then, like, then you get the parts where he's like, he's like, do you feel that cold still on your neck? You know I'll do it. You know, and oh, shit like God. that, where he's like, genuinely, like, really intense. Mm-hmm. You know? And like I said, like, a lot of times he's interacting with bad people, like the drug dealer or the rapist or the pedophile. Yeah. But he himself is not a good person. So you no. get this weird juxtaposition of morals, like, who's right and who's wrong here because like you know these people do deserve bad things to happen to them but you know should he be going as far as he is is vigilante justice the way to go Uh, not always no and and why (laughs) is he doing vigilante justice if he's a cop and also if he's doing vigilante justice and he should have have justice done to himself too yeah it's very interesting dynamic. It really is, yeah. And, and the, like I said, the movie is genuinely really funny at times. Oh, like my it's, God. It's so over the top and silly. Like, I could definitely see somebody watching this movie and being frustrated hmm. by Joel D. Wynkoop in it oh, as definitely. Officer Friendly, but I think that's the point. Yeah, you're not supposed to actually like him. Mm-mm. You're supposed to think he's a piece of shit because that's the whole character. Yeah. 
Like, I, I do feel like people get that, you know, stuck in their head a lot of times when it comes to movies. It's like... This guy's well, annoying. Yeah, this character is not enjoyable at all. It's like, that's the point. Yeah. They're written that way. He's annoying. Well, yeah. Yeah. He's annoying. The character is annoying. That's what he's supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like... He's supposed to be a fucking shithead. Mm-hmm. It's like, again, Texas Chainsaw with Franklin. It's like, yeah, he's supposed to, he's supposed to be, you know... Annoying because he's frustrated. Yeah, he's, exactly. He's feels like he's left out of everything. But, I don't um, know. That's that's a rant for a different day, probably. But yeah, but it makes sense. I mean, I get where you're coming at. Yeah, yeah. This movie, I don't know, man. It's such a weird anomaly of a film. It really is because it's like a shockumentary by Tim Ritter. Ritter. It's kind of like ahead of the curve. Like if you think about, like '99 would be like when Blair Witch came out, mm. and this is like a found footage film in the same vein. You know? Oh yeah. Where it's like you know what was in the air in '99 because you also had like last broadcast. Mm. You know, like these found footage, like the the birth of that genre was like really sprouting out in '99, but a lot of it was kind of underground. Right. The only one that really kind of hit the mainstream was Blair Witch, right. but there were so many other movies that were like because like even Fred Vogel is starting the you know the, the seedings for August uh, Underground yeah. you know like what was in the air in 99 <laughs> I don't know um, it, I think it was just a, a different way of storytelling that people hadn't really tackled very much uh, hadn't hadn't tackled a ton yet yeah so of course you had like Man Bites Dog and Cannibal Holocaust a bit yeah but and you know other movies in between Last course. House on Dead End Street a little bit yeah uh, a little bit. I mean, they touch on it. Yeah, they definitely touch on it a bit. But uh, it just seems like uh, 99 was the year that this started. Yeah, it really kicked off. Of course, you would get really good ones and really bad ones. Yeah. But that's with any genre. Sure, sure, sure. I don't know. Uh, this movie is uh, really fun. The biggest problem is it do- it does get repetitive and it does have that same effect like you're talking about with uh, Killing Spree. We're like, I think I'd be okay with the ending. A little Not, sooner. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. The scenes do go on a little bit long. And, I, and, you know, I need to go and actually watch the Quality Violent Cinema interview with Tim Ritter. At, yeah. You know, I should have done that while prepping, but God knows I'd had a lot of shit to work to do on to do this week. Yeah. <laughs> These last couple weeks, you know, I've had a lot on my plate. And it's it's also like we're also getting ready to, for other episodes coming yeah. up, too. It's just, I don't know. But it feels like we've got <laughs> so little time to even get our own episodes out sometimes. I know. But the reason I want to watch it because I'm curious if they talk about Dirty Cop No Donut. Yeah. And uh, to hear fucking Tim Ritter talk about how much of this was improvised. Because mm. I'd be really curious to see how much Joel D like improvised the, yeah, uh, his performance. Yeah. Like what was written and what wasn't written. Because I'm sure right. there was probably like enough written to like know what the scene is going to be. Mm-hmm. You know. No, no, you have to know what they were doing next, and um, maybe it was letting him just go. Maybe it was all written because there's long takes. Oh my god, yeah. You know, a lot of the scenes, you know, you can definitely tell they are hiding cuts and stuff like that. But you know, still the scenes go on a bit long, right? And and for Joel D to kind of like just constantly be like just spewing dialogue and just like ridiculous stuff and like constantly outdoing himself weird over the top lines you know if that law that was improvised that's fucking impressive as hell oh, to yeah. just like improvise that kind of shit that yeah, quick on, on the spot mm. uh, yeah this movie it's it's fun but it's also pretty fucked up at times it's dark I would say it's a very dark comedy. Yeah, it's it's pitch black comedy. Yeah, because the, again, as we've talked about multiple times at this point, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse. But <laughs> uh, again, like 
he, he uh, Tim Rogers is able to blend that so well. Yeah. With all of these movies, like at the end of the day, it's like Killing Spree. It's like it's like yeah, it is a comedy, but he is killing people. Yeah. And uh, Truth or Dare, there is like little hints of comedy in here. I think even Dirty Cop plays more on the comedy than Truth or Dare does. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that comedy is very dark and it kind of has you give a nervous laugh for so often. Like, oh God. It's like hidden comedy almost. Like, especially like with Truth or Dare, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like, he doesn't make a big deal out of the fact that this guy just keeps pulling weapons out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. But you definitely know it's supposed to be funny. Right. You know, but he, does, he doesn't beat you over the head with it. He doesn't treat you like an idiot. Right. You know, he easily could be like, where'd he get a shotgun? <laughs> yeah. But he doesn't do that. It's just he gets he, out of the car, he pulls out the gun. It's like, what the fuck did you get that? You yourself are like, what the fuck? You know what yeah. I mean? But it works because he doesn't like treat you like an idiot. See, that, that's when it comes to like movies that are trying to be funny. That's the one thing I fucking despise the most. Mm-hmm. When they're like, oh, he, he, oh, this is supposed to be funny, guys. Laugh. It's like. Oh god, it's like so there's definitely uh, moments in movies now, like especially comedies, where it's like they literally will pause, yeah, to try to like get laughter to come out. It's like, don't it's make like, it. Huh? Nat- it's like, huh? It's funny, huh? Right? funny, funny. You laugh, right? It's like make it natural. Yeah, we'll work on it being natural and not trying to force jokes down people's fucking throats, or um, just trying to force like things down your throat completely to make you feel like a fucking idiot. Like for instance, in Dirty Cop No Donut, when when he's at the pawn store and then you know he's accused in the pawn store of like selling stolen goods mm-hmm. and everything's you know not on the up and up, and uh, he he's accusing him of the whole time and he's like I got paperwork on everything, mm-hmm. and he's like Well, you gonna go get that paperwork, boy? And he's like Yeah, I'll go get it. And he comes back with a wad of cash and hands him yeah. money. So it's like clearly he's trying to pay the cop off, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> and it's, but it, like he didn't like Jolie's not like you trying to pay me off, boy. Yeah. You know he's just like I want your. Stuff thinking money you know it's just a great little gag because it's like okay he clearly is selling a bunch of stolen goods and he's just paying the cop off and that reminds me of the little references to other tim ritter movies as well as other directors yeah. in this one like almost all the, like the little roads and stuff or like, named places. yeah like you have like eric stanzi ron bonk mm. farmer yeah you know, like all these places like are named after people uh directors like and... lynch highway yeah there's one point they're on the, the lost highway the lost highway yeah and shit like that like it's really funny like it's really nice little nods and uh the the one thing that yeah you pointed out to me is like he's wrecking the pawn shop mm-hmm. and then he hits this fucking sign that has like you know it has this like movie display it's a bunch of VHS yeah it's a uh, is it truth or dare truth or dare he's like I fucking hate his movie I fucking hate that guy yeah <laughs> and you can hear Tim Ritter laugh yeah behind the camera but it works oh hello yeah hello cat yeah it, it you know it works because it's like he's, he's we're all aware of it right yeah like Tim Ritter is like we know he's behind the camera, so it's okay for Tim Ritter to laugh. Oh, yeah, and he's definitely playing the, the role of the cameraman, so, I mean, he's definitely not stopping Officer Friendly from doing these things, so he's complicit. And in that way, it is kind of a lot like Man Bites Dog. Yeah. Where it's like, the you know, the film, but we get it literally in that one where the filmmaker, you know, films himself questioning what they're doing. Right. But doesn't stop. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's not quite as that as Man Bites Dog, but it's very similar in that, like... You know, he's not 
He's not stopping. And he keeps like, he's going to be the next Spielberg. What do you think about that? I think he sucks. <laughs> yeah. Keep the, the camera on me, boy. And then <laughs> keep the camera on me. I told you to shoot something else. I'll tell you to. This is, you're shooting me. I'm the star of the show. My favorite part of this movie, the one joke that like nearly had me in stitches, where he's like, <laughs> yes, ma'am. The cat is going, oh, now she ain't going to meow. Are you serious? How you doing, Claire? Let's interview Clarice real quick. How you doing? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> is when they're at the the pedophile's house, right? Yeah. And he's like got the camera on him. He's like, get that thing in my face. And he's like, he's like, I told you, get the light out of his. Yeah, don't shine that light in other people's face. As soon as he says that, he like turns, like shines the light right in Officer Finley's <laughs> face. Like, not me either. Not me either. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> oh God, it's so good. They killed my daddy. <laughs> they killed my daddy. He was a good man. He was a good cop. <laughs> he was just trying to save someone, do something good. <laughs> Made him swallow that knot. <laughs> it's so good. He's so funny, man. Oh, well, man. Sorry I had to let that one go. <laughs> <laughs> the vagrant. Clarice is our third co-host now. Yeah, th- all right. We have a third co-host now. What would you think about Dirty Cop No Donut? Yeah. Agree. It's good. <laughs> Shoot, was she in there to watch it? I think so, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. You don't have to keep putting the, the microphone to the cat. <laughs> what are you doing? Try to get her to actually meow into the microphone. She did. Oh, okay. You weirdo. Come <laughs> you weirdo. We're completely derailing this episode. I'm the worst, okay? <laughs> I'm the worst. I'm the weak link of this podcast. You There's only two of us. <laughs> I'm the weak link. We can't both be the weak links. <laughs> no, I'm the weak link. You need a different co-host. I'm shit. <laughs> You're not. I can barely talk. What are you talking about? <laughs> you try to read too fast is the problem. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, Dirt, I love Dirty Cop No Donut. I think it's a great fucking movie. Yes. It's such a weird movie that I recommend. Mm. Uh, you know, enjoy the uh, Jolie Winecoop goodness, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's him completely unhinged. Sweaty. Oh, very sweaty, yes. He's burning up in that Florida heat. You know he is. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shh. We're recording. <laughs> she's very upset that she's very upset <laughs> she's very upset that we're not giving her treats right now we're just talking we will in a second we're about done yeah we're about done just give us a minute okay yeah. <laughs> so anyways that's tim ritter yeah it's tim ritter i'm sorry tim ritter that this has been a completely unhinged this is this is an old school episode of this podcast <laughs> like, like i feel like recently we've been able to keep it you know pretty controlled keep it on the rails a little bit i told you this was a low energy episode and that means uh Chaos. Chaos is yeah. ensuing. It, it happened. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I love Tim Ritter. Oh, yeah. We're going to do Tim Ritter again in the future, guaranteed. He's got plenty of movies to yeah. do. Yeah, we're going to tackle him once again. We may get into the Truth or Dare series mm-hmm. next time. Who knows? You know what I mean? Yeah, and, um, of course, you know, other Floridian filmmakers as well that I think we'll eventually get to. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Don't do this to me. <laughs> Donald. Don't take me to the farm. <laughs> Farmer. Don't take me to the farm. <laughs> Don't take me to the farm. <laughs> Don't do it. So, uh, I guess now's the time to talk about what we're doing next. Well, we have something special. We do. Coming next. Yes. Um, would you like to say what that is, or should we wait? We'll say it. Yeah, it's okay. ready to go. December yeah. 9th is the date this will be coming out, right? Yeah. And okay. it will, it's, <laughs> we focus. Sorry. Focus. <laughs> I've got ADD. I know you do, but you got to focus. Sometimes she meows, I can't help it. <laughs> Fuck. Anyways, we're going to be putting this out December 9th. Yes. Which is our next record date or release date anyways, yeah. basically. Pretty much. Yeah. 
Uh, and it's going to be a returning guest mm-hmm. coming on the show for the third time. Yes. Our good friend, our homie, and fantastic filmmaker, mm-hmm. and fantastic YouTuber. Yes. You know who it is by now. And podcaster. And podcaster. <laughs> man of man of many trades. He's he's a uh, he's a renaissance man of filth. Yes. It is Jonathan Doe is coming back on the show. Yes, he's going to be talking about his newest movie, EGN3, uh, A Defilement of a Porcelain Doll. And we'll have a warning at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, uh, spoiler territory. Yes, this is an in-depth interview. We're going to be really getting into the meat and potatoes of uh, Defilement of a Porcelain Doll. Yeah, it wasn't originally supposed to be spoiler heavy but i feel like it just kind of got there because right? like, at one point in the interview you'll hear it he's like it, it makes you put a spoiler warning in the <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah jonathan doe is coming back on you know we credit a lot of our success to jonathan doe yeah he, so anytime that man wants to even come on and review a pair of socks he's more than welcome absolutely plus he's a great dude oh yeah he's, he's a lovely human being fantastic dude yeah. i've got indigestion i'm sorry <laughs> Yeah, so that's going to be the next episode is Jonathan Doe. And then when we come back from that, in uh, two weeks after that, we'll mm -hmm. be doing something very special. Yeah. It's going to be a different episode of this podcast for sure because um, I feel like I'm going to have to get my uh, research boots on for it. God damn it. (laughs) Just ignore the cat for a few more minutes. I'm trying. (laughs) Holy shit. Just screaming at me. Um. Yeah, we're we're doing something. It's going to require some a little bit of uh, yeah. some digging, and uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a uh, different experience for us, to say the least. Ringing in the holidays with some sadness, very sad shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we'll be kicking the month off with Jonathan Doe, and we're very excited about mm-hmm. that. Absolutely. As well as uh, we're very excited that we were guests on the Morbid Horror Podcast. Mm-hmm. Plug in that one more time because it was a great time. We had a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Brain Terry rules. Mm-hmm. Morbid Horror Podcast rules. Severed Cinema rules. Oh, Chris yeah. Severed rules. Absolutely. You know, all these people rule, and it was great to you know get to collab and you know, do something together. Talk about some movies that we really didn't have a chance to talk about. Yeah, uh, we did, we talked about doing it in, in the past, but we just didn't know how we would do it. Yeah, right. So, yeah, it was really fun. I, I can't wait for people to listen to it. It's out now. Go listen to it. Mm-hmm. You know, it was great. Yeah, it was It was really fun. God damn it. I'm so sorry. This episode is such dog shit, and it's all my fault. <laughs> it's all my fucking fault. You know, we want to do some shout-outs like we always do. Spooky yes. Sally Lloyd. Yes, he also has a cat. Yeah, he that, understands. Uh, yeah, he understands. But uh, you know, the dude's production value and everything just just keeps getting better. Oh my god! Dude. Like everybody I talk to that brings up Spooky to us, like you know, is always like, dude, that guy's shit's so good. His quality <laughs> is so fucking top notch. Like I think on the Morbid Horror Podcast towards the end, we talk about Spooky, yeah, and, like how good his shit is, and yeah, it's just the truth. <laughs> yeah, he, his his editing, his writing, all of it's fucking so good. Yep. Um, of course, uh, shock and schlock. Shock and schlock. Shock and do your schlock. <laughs> shock and do your schlock. <laughs> Hell yeah. Schlock and do your dick falls off. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, yeah, he, with a Banana Box, is releasing some really cool shit right now. Yep. And, uh, of course, his YouTube channel, he had Donna Farmer Donna on. Donna Farmer on, that's awesome. He had a Q&A. Yes. Which, um, I got some behind the scenes of that, that apparently his girlfriend almost derailed. Uh, as uh, with a joke, oh yeah, <laughs> which was uh, really funny to hear about. But um, 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shock and Schlock. Yeah. Shock and Schlock's great. Yes. Uh, quality Vine Cinema. Yes. They're always doing big things. They do great interviews. Go get a. They're they're really kicking off with their YouTube channel. Go follow that. It's good shit. They I know they interviewed White Gardenia recently. Oh really? They interviewed Donald Farmer or not Donald Farmer. Uh, Tim Ritter. Tim Ritter. You know all that shit's great. And of course, like they go into uh, deep dives of genres and stuff too, which is really cool. Of course, Cinema's Underbelly. Of course. You know, John the Doe. Go grab EGN3. We got a chance to watch it. It's yeah, early. really good. Yeah, we had to watch it early, and it was really good. <laughs> I think we both agreed and said that we think it's Jonathan's best. Yeah. Um, so I definitely agree with that. Go grab a copy of that. You're going to want to. It's pretty fucking nasty. Yeah, it's... Uh, again... I don't want to overhop it to people, of course. You don't want to do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's one of the nastier movies I've seen this year, for yeah. sure. Yeah, it's mean. It's real mean. And it's definitely his most extreme, I'd say. Mm. And uh, it's really fucking good, too. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Cult Collectibles. Yes. We were also guests on that recently yeah. as well. That was fun as fuck. And also, I just want to do a, a shout out to his videos he's been doing recently of parodies of people. Oh, my God. The Jonathan Doe one was so goddamn spot on. Cinema's underbeely. Yes, Cinema's underbeely or something like that, yeah. He's like, I'm Jonathan Deer. And I was like, this is so good. Yeah. And he reviewed Milo. The best part of that whole review was the very end, when he's like, led to such classics as Air Bud. Air Bud <laughs> Which led to snow buddies, snow buddies, <laughs> ghost buddies, or something. Like, yeah. just kept going. He had every single one of the fucking buddies movies. It was I'm, so good. My favorite part is like, technically, Milo and Otis has way more animal cruelty in it than Cannibal Holocaust, thus making it more disturbing than Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> It was so good, dude. Oh, my God. So good. I was blown away. I was like, that was amazing. I laughed my ass off. Yeah, that was so fucking good. fantastic. Um, but Mr. Parker, as always. Oh, yeah. Tearing a track. That shit's great. Hopefully, more coming soon. Oh, yeah, absolutely. His weekly fucking review shows are the best. Mm-hmm. I, a lot of times, will listen to those on the way home from work to get myself into wanting to watch a movie or to record the podcast. Even. Yeah. Like, to get myself kind of, like, pumped up. Right. I listen to this shit. It really helps me a lot. Especially during a spooky season. Season. Again, I apologize. I'm behind on everything. Some mm. piece of fucking garbage that deserves to die. But <laughs> you know, when he's right, he's right. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, I was I was listening to all the back catalog of of the uh, weekly fucking goddamn. That was awesome. Huh? That was awesome. <laughs> what? Yeah, a little bit of ASMR for you. Hell yeah, I like that. Yeah, his, uh, I can't think. Of, I can't fucking think. Just yeah, you continue. Fuck, fuck. I can't. <laughs> what the fuck? I cannot think of anything. Jesus Christ! I don't know how I got through this episode. Fuck. My brain hates me. Burlet Gang, Granny Gangrene. Yes. Uh, go support the big homies. Yeah, they got some nasty shit coming your way eventually. Very excited about that. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Uh, there's t- there's tons of people. Go support the underground. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm so sorry for my fucking mental breakdown on air, but fuck. <laughs> it was like barbecue bacon burger. Fuck. I just kept uh, going over it. As far as the fanzine goes, we should probably should bring that up real quick. Okay, so I went to reprint them this weekend, and I lost the page because I'm a piece of garbage, and uh, we'll, I will be reprinting the... I have most of the pages reprinted. I got to get two reprinted. Yeah. So um, that will be done as soon as possible, and as soon as it's done, I will be shipping more out to you guys. Yeah, should be next week. Yeah, should be the next last week. batch should be going out. Yeah, I got about thirty more copies 
Yeah, so if you do want a copy, yeah, need a copy, mm-hmm. hit us up. They're still available. Yes. And once that's done, it'll be a little bit of a break, and then Volume 2 will be coming out. Yeah, eventually. It's basically ready to go. It's just, you know, yeah. we don't want to put them out back to back to back to back to back to back to back. That and just getting everything printed has been a pain in the ass. Yeah, we're going to be better about that at this time, though, and have more on the ready. Yeah, I'm, I'm gunning for like 30, 40 copies. Yeah. If not more. <laughs> just to be on the safe side. Yeah, if, I have the, if I'm stuck with like 100 copies of these fucking things, I don't care. And if you if you ask for a copy of Volume 1, yeah, you will be getting a copy of Volume 2. Yeah, you don't have to ask. Yeah, we have we have your information. Yeah, unless you don't want volume two, and then messages be like, "Fuck you." Yeah, be like, "Fuck you." It sucked it. Yeah, they would be like, "Okay, sorry." <laughs> and final plug: if you want a copy of Born to Lose Volume One and Volume Two, Matt's mixtapes, which yes. are very funny. I then mean, uh, sick on cinema mixtape, but I didn't have a lot to do with it. But anyways, <laughs> uh, hit up Banana Box Releasing. Yes, Herschel, that's the man with the plan. Yes. And there's more to come. Yeah. There's going to be a volume three of Born to Lose, of course. Yeah. As well as uh, maybe a walk down memory lane for myself. Mm-hmm. Possibly. That will be going to a good cause. And when we figure that yeah. cause out and everything, we'll let you know. Yeah, of course. Okay. So, I guess that's it. I Again, I just, I just want to, before we go off here, I apologize for completely ruining this You're episode. sweaty. I'm sweaty. You're tired. I work with fucking... <laughs> You're old. <laughs> old you work with fucking children <laughs> you got a screaming cat in your ear maybe evps kick my dog's teeth out <laughs> yeah we love you all yeah we apologize this has been kind of a chaotic episode oh my i kind of saw it coming though yeah we're both tired and when we get tired we get slap happy yeah and then it's just and then shit goes horrible yeah yeah go buy tim ritter movies go support the, all the cool people we talked about plus mm-hmm. more Absolutely. Go buy Split. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just throw that out there. Yeah, go buy Split. It's, I don't know if it gets more fucked up yeah. on a uh, physical level than that. EGN3, go buy that as well. Yes. And uh, yeah, we love you. Yeah, love you. Yep. But I'm John. I'm Matt. And you've been listening to the worst podcast on the internet that's also dedicated to the dark side of film. I oh, did. Sick on Cinema. 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 God damn it. Now, what I want you to do right fucking now is yeah. put that microphone down. Go in that goddamn room. Get them cat treats. Yeah. Feed this son of a bitch. <laughs> Who's been fed more times today than she probably needed to be. She's going to be the size of a watermelon eventually. But she won't stop. She's ravenous. Yeah. She went from eating very little to everything. To everything within a span of a year. Ma'am, you got something to say about why you interrupted us? No. Oh, Silent. Silent. Bitch. <laughs> I, you can't call my kind of bitch. Jesus. I love her. Look at her. She's cute as hell. Love her to death. Yep. Yeah. All right, bye. <laughs> bye. Oh, fuck. <laughs>